hello and welcome to the Lost Archives. My name's Owen and I'm the Dungeon Master of this ragtag group of heroes and adventurers. Hi everybody, I'm Claire. I'm playing Mira, who's a dragonborn sorcerer. Half-red dragon, half-silver dragon. Uh, originally was a bit of a politician and now is joined the adventuring life probably to a greater extent than she ever expected. Hi everyone, I'm Michael. I'm playing Lockie Hobbs, a Warforged Artificer. Uh, originally was part of a flying castle, but have since left and resumed an adventure with my mouth friends. Uh, cool. Um, hey guys, I'm Jared and I play the character of Jin. He is a level 6 lore bard and a level 2 hexblade warlock. Uh, I'm currently an associate and ally of the Tempest Guild, and I am helping them in their goal of stopping the Queen of Dragons, Tiamat. Hi, I'm Ali, and I'm playing Lirishana, the Moon Druid, um, who has previously been stuck in a gemstone for the past 600 years, but has since escaped. Hi guys, I'm Matt, uh, playing Yerda, the uh, sneaky wood elf ranger and rogue, who, after a tragic uh, incident in the jungle with his previous expedition, has now joined up with this lovely ragtag group of adventurers and is uh, looking to see what happens next. Hello, hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to the Lost Archives. A bit of a delay on the well hello because there was a bit of a, <laughs> bit of a pause in the stream when my stream lab stopped working for two seconds and I wasn't sure if we'd come across, but we have. We're here. Hello. <gasps> hello. <laughs> hey. Everyone, wait. Hey. Say hello. Oh, goodness hello. me. Um, now, tonight we have almost the full party. Um, Jared obviously didn't join us last week, so welcome back, Jared. Um, but unfortunately, he's become a bit of a trendsetter because Matt is not joining us tonight. So for those of you who are watching us live and uh, watching on YouTube, you'll see Matt's face. It's just the, the grayed out version directly below me. For podcast listeners, you won't hear the sweet dulcet tones of Yerveth in tonight's session. Um, I will take control of Yerveth for the session. Matt has given me some instructions and we've had a bit of a chat about what Yerveth will be up to. So Yerveth will be doing some things. I won't say any more than that. Uh, thank you, everybody, who joined us for Avatar The Last Airbender last night. It was a really fun session exploring the library of Wan Shi Tong, he who knows 10,000 things. We had a lot of fun with the uh, the party, having to deal with the sudden arrival of several Fire Nation soldiers led by a Fire Nation priest attempting to gain access to the library. And I think, I think for the most part, they handled it really, really well. They did a really good job of preventing things, and we did our very first level up in uh, Avatar The Last Airbender, which works very differently to D&D level ups. Um, I think we've kind of got the hang of it. We're getting a bit of the hang of the system now. We've got six episodes under our belts, so we're looking forward to um, looking forward to playing a bit more of that, getting a bit more used to it. So we'll definitely be doing, uh, doing some more of the Avatar The Last Airbender, and I'd love to do, potentially, if we've got time, a Christmas or New Year's special with you guys trying out the Avatar The Last Airbender. However, it's going to be really tricky because I know Claire and Michael are away as of next week. So we'll figure something out about that. But don't worry, everybody. We're not going anywhere. We are going to be back next week. We have two guest characters joining us next week. I can't tell you the names of the characters, but I can tell you the names of the players. Jacob and Tom are going to be joining us. Uh, Tom will be playing a Goliath Barbarian and Jacob will be playing a Warforged Cleric. And uh, I'm looking forward to introducing their characters. I've got about three different options I've come up with. All depends on what shenanigans these guys get up to tonight, which one I go with. Or none of the above. I have to make up a whole new thing at the end of this session, so we'll see how that goes. Um, I haven't spoken to Claire and Michael about how we're going to get their characters exiting, but I am actually going to do it as part of this stream. I've had a really good idea. Let's see how we go. 
<laughs> See Are you going to eat me off the boat? <laughs> I mean, I can't. I can't do that. I'm just the narrator. It's not up to me. But, uh, I have paid. I have paid Jared fifty bucks to just. <laughs> um, leading into Dungeons and Dragons, I should say we we have a little bit of a change for those of you who are looking on the D&D Beyond interactive overlay. If you're watching us live, you'll see there's interactive overlay. You'll notice that Lockie's character sheet has changed ever so slightly since last session. We ended last session with a bit of a cliffhanger. The discovery that Lockie was not in fact a Warforged, but a Giant Forged, which is now a uh, a sub-race of the Warforged group, which I've put up on D&D Beyond. So it's in the homebrew section of D&D Beyond if you guys wanted to play it or have a go with it. Lockie is going to be playing as the Giant Forged tonight. There's a couple of different changes that we've put in place for that. So we're going to look out for those tonight. Lockie, if you do get a chance to use any of those features just before you guys leave on holiday and your character disappears for like three sessions, um, <laughs> please, please feel free. I'll be very encouraging of um, of any of the features you want to use tonight. Mind of Metal or Legacy of the Giants. If you want to use any of those features, check them out. Let's see them. But I think that's enough behind the scenes. We should probably jump into D&D, hey? Let's do a quick recap for those of you who are still catching up. The Tempest Adventuring Guild, a group of mercenaries, explorers and adventurers, has been working to thwart the machinations of a group known as the Order of the Dragon. This cult has been amassing power, wealth, and knowledge in an attempt to perform a ritual which would bring a dark, draconic god, Tiamat, into the world. Asturi has been following the escapades of some of the members of this group, Mira, Jin, Loki, Yerveth, and the newly transformed Shana, who are now journeying further north to try and track down an ancient artifact used to summon dragons to the Order's side, an artifact known as the Dracor. Having learned many dark secrets during their time in the Nunian jungle, the party have managed to capture Varum, one of the leaders of the cult who sadly seems to have lost both his mask of power and his mind. Flying across the ocean towards the Sea of Moving Ice, a vast expanse of ever-shifting sea ice and icebergs, the party have stopped for a rest in the floating city of Drifthaven and are currently being shown the sights and sounds of the city by Batara, a half-orc sailor they encountered on the docks. After spending some time sharing stories in a tavern, the group travelled to the core of Drifthaven, a large 12-sided sapphire which provides protection and magic to the city of Drifthaven. Speaking with Tinker, the Warforged caretaker of the gem, the group learnt that this gemstone was giant-made, however may have been modified by Melora's magic at some point in the past. More startling, however, the group learnt that Loki is not a Warforged, but in fact, a giant-forged. And that is where we left off. Tinker having just spoken to you guys um, well, I do not think that Loki is a Warforged I believe he is something of the giant make a giant forged perhaps that is an interesting thought I suppose it could be argued I need to link, I need to think about this I need to look into this this is fascinating I must be right. Oh no. Be right? Um, uh, some uh, sub processes. Don't worry about it. That sounds like Michael I, I can't talking. I'm not around saying I'm a warforged anymore. Oh, gosh. Well, it makes kind of sense. I mean, you were in there for a very long time. Um... Yes. I suppose I was. And... We all sort of blurred together, I guess. Well, I mean, you and this contraption certainly have the same intricacies. Mirror is still, like, fascinated by this elemental machinery thing. 
Yeah, um, so the, I mean, the room you're in, just to give a bit of a recap for those who might not remember the room they're currently in, it's literally just this floor made of metal and wood with giant runes in the centre and a pedestal. And floating above the pedestal is this 12-sided sapphire, perfectly carved, um, perfectly see-through with this glowing centre that occasionally you see rays of light sort of shooting out towards the edges of the gem and refracting around it. The walls are made of water being held back in place by this gemstone and there is a, a ladder heading up towards the, the top of the it uh, leads back up to the surface of the uh, surface of the town but at the moment yeah you guys are currently probably about 10 11 meters underneath the town under the water uh, there are fish swimming all around and because of the bioluminescent algae and um, uh, crustaceans that live in and around the water it's beautifully lit it's not dark it is not um, uh, not dingy despite it being the middle of the night, it is beautifully iridescent and luminescent. And you can see that there are artificial reefs that have been uh, suspended from the town above, probably at like a depth of five, six metres or so, that have a multitude of coral and fish and kelp all growing across them. These are these artificial reefs that look like old boats or bits of wood that have been sunk deliberately and then attached to the bottom of the houses by these ropes that allow them to stay suspended permanently underneath the town, these, these coral reefs. It is, it is beautiful, and um, everything's sort of cast... Uh, oh, the, the algae is casting sort of greenish-blue colour everywhere. So everything has this sort of slight greenish-blue tint to it. Mm. Yeah. Can I have a look at this um, uh, rune that I was compelled to pick up? Um, yeah, so as you look down at the... As you look down at the rune, Loki, um, a symbol you don't really recognize immediately um it's a series of swirling patterns that seem to coalesce on themselves and at first glance it looks like it is symmetrical but the more you look at it the more you start to realize that there are subtle differences with each rotation of the the spirals um and rather than being uh like actual curves they're actually kind of jagged edges just very very close together so it resembles curves from a distance they're very um isometric in shape it's a very strange symbol um and not one you recognize at all. It has the resemblance of giant runes, but it's it's no rune you've ever seen or encountered before. So you say it, got, it has jagged edges and things like that. Would it be conceivable that I could maybe manipulate it with some of the actual gearage in my... In my so, I mean, you could, you could. it's just made of stone. You could carve yeah. over this symbol on the stone at any point, yeah. I don't want to carve over it. It's, it's more like, um, how big is it? So about yay big? Yeah, it, about yay big. For podcast listeners, about 30 um, centimetres yeah. in diameter. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so, hmm. Would it be possible to sort of find a spot, maybe in his torso or something along those lines, where it would fit and maybe... I'm not going to try and like grind it or break it or push terribly hard, but at like a spot in the torso where perhaps the gears would be able to interact with it and just maybe like gently rotate it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, you might have to spend a little bit of time modifying the surface of it, the, the surface to make it fit in with your current existing cogwork, but yeah, it wouldn't be too hard. You could do it on a, on a short rest or a long rest. Um, you could have the time and just smooth out these edges so that it does actually work as a gear yes you absolutely could yes cool very right. good idea oh, look at that 
Well, do you think that this giant technology might, I don't know, come in use, useful, Lockie? That's kind of why we is interested in this. Well, I mean, it's, it's about elemental control and elemental sort of, so, you know, magics. So mm. there, there are absolutely points where it could be useful. Actually, there's, I mean, if you're going to think about it, it's actually even a crossover with some of the dragons. I mean, them being representations of elemental power and energy. I mean, if we needed to perhaps form some sort of field to counter dragon breath or dragon fire or ice or something along those lines, I mean, I believe there's a possibility that giant magic is is a way through into that sort of in that realm. Yes, it's interesting you bring that up, Loki. It's one of the things I have been working on in my in my own spare time. I do believe that uh, the elemental magic of the giants is uh, along the same lines as the elemental magic of the dragons. Really? Is there a, a form or a correlation between the two, or was it divergent exploration? I believe it's the same source, the elemental energy. The giants, the difference there was the use of runes to harness and focus the magic, whereas dragons is much more raw and chaotic. Hey, that's a little bit like difference in you and me, Mira. What do you mean? Well, you're a sorcerer, are you not? You instinctually have control from your magics, right? Yes. Whereas my control, my... right? <laughs> <laughs> my, my magic more comes more from, as as you say, from the manipulation of mm. a physical effect. Hmm. This gives me an idea for a ship, as a matter of fact. But Tara sort of walks over to Jin and Shana at this point. Goes. They're all talking magic stuff. Is that is this something you understand? I'm not. I don't really know much about magic. Too old to like. Uh, I can't hear you for some reason. Wait. What's going on? Am I there? Oh no, sorry, Jin. You're not there no, currently. Your disguise is still BC bit. Sorry, I'll I need. To be I'm waiting to hear what happened to him. Oh, so by the way. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Just really quickly, Ali. For some reason, I can't hear you. Can you guys hear Ali? No. No. Okay. No, no, I can't hear her. Ali, double check. You've got Nvidia Broadcaster. I'm going to say it's Nvidia Broadcaster has dicked you once again. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but it's crazy because yeah. you works for the sound check. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, um, hey, hey. she's back. All right. All right. Tell you what then. Tell you what then. Let's let's really quickly. Hello there. Hello there. Um, yeah. We'll quickly Hello do this there. bit where Batara is talking to Shana, and then we're going to jump to Jin, and we'll go do Jin's adventures of what uh, Jin experienced when he was missing from the session. <laughs> but I completely sorry, I had it written down to do that, and I completely forgot. I, I want to do Jin's experience. Oh, man, it's pretty mind. fun. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, he's Shana. A, he's a gambler. He's just going to be gambling and stuff. I, I pre- prepare to be rolling a carousing yeah. check, please. Just That's fine. Um, yeah, Shana. Um, Batara comes over and sort of gives you a bit of a nudge, and to Yerveth as well. Um, Sort of magic stuff. Is that something you understand? Not my specialty. I mean, I, I get the the magic stuff, but this is giant magic. It's way beyond anything I understand, or probably yeah. I hope to could do. To could? <laughs> I always used to think to myself, like, how great was giant magic if they all just like disappeared one day, or maybe it was so great that they all disappeared one day. Maybe they went somewhere better, like they went, you know, they totally opened up a cool-ass door and they found a spot that was just like, oh, hey, screw this plane, we're all going to a party plane over here. Yeah, yeah, but the server goes, perhaps my rope trick will give me access to some party plane. That sounds great. 
I wouldn't want access to that <laughs> plane. <laughs> Maybe that's a but... spell I can learn. Once I've learned Thorn Whip and mastered magic, I can. Ouch. Minecraft. He's not here to defend himself, so. Tinker sort of goes, very nice of you to come and visit. Are you staying in town long? Just the day or two, I think. I'm not entirely sure on how long. Um, I guess it depends on the others, really. Um, yeah. I think that we want to head out fairly soon, especially with these stories about the dragons that we've heard flying overhead. That sounds like, well, we've got a lead and I just wish we had some sort of advantage going in there, and I don't know. Mira kind of looks kind of desperately at this magical thing she doesn't understand. Mm. <laughs> it's giant twelve-sided sapphire. We're yeah. probably yes. thinking about living soon, but I mean, we can't live without gin or sorting seaweed. Oh yes, actually, you know. Oh my gosh, you're right. We need to go and. Actually, where is he? Anyway? Where is he? Oh, gin. <laughs> Who's gin? You talk about you talk about swabby sea beer that. That sort of like hairy, greasy man with a pig yes, leg. It, it, just, yes, you're right. Uh, gin is just a nickname because he likes to drink a lot of gin. Nice. Good save. <laughs> right. Well, that, that makes sense, I guess. I had a friend who was called Rumdum. He liked rum and he was dumb. So. That, that's Fair just... enough. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. If we <laughs> want to go out and try and find him, maybe it's worth having a bit of a look around, see if we can locate him. Thanks, Tinker, for your time. I'll... Uh, I think I'm not quite due to have my, my blades updated for quite some time for the, for the gems. Do you want to... Have you scheduled it in? When am I supposed to be back? Ah, you have 13 days and 4 months before you need to recharge your gemstones. Right, okay. Great, well, I'll see you then. Oh, goodbye. Farewell, Tinker. It's been a... It has been a rare pleasure meeting you. Farewell, Loki. It has been likewise. It is nice to speak with someone who follows logic in such a precise way. Absolutely. There's a lot of sloppy Indubitably. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, with that, Batara starts walking back towards the thing. Um, you notice, uh, as you guys leave, you notice that Tinker heads back over towards the large gemstone. Just places his hand upon it, and you see the lights in his eyes dim for a few seconds, and then come back on again as he takes his hand off, sort of cocks his head a little bit puzzled, and then sits back down again takes this sort of meditative pose that you suspect is probably his like powered down statement He's just observing uh, but yeah as you guys walk up and reach the top of the platform the central town square where the uh, where the core is located you hear a large commotion coming from over towards uh, the east of where you guys are currently located as you begin heading down one of the larger gangways um, Michael's face begins to melt uh, what is happening to your camera Hello? Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> oh my lord! Oh, I'm just, just going to oh, refresh. Just refresh that. We'll just refresh his camera. <laughs> now, for podcast listeners, um, I imagine that's what bad acid trips look like. <laughs> um, we've got that fixed now. He's back. Um, yeah, as you guys begin heading down the, the gangway that leads over towards the the western part of the the, the open area of Drithaven, the open town area, which is sort of dominated by shops, cafes, small businesses, the, the residential areas of the next sort of circle out. Um, you see a, a large barge made of wood with a large steam engine attached to the back of it 
that has wedged itself on a section of wood. And hanging by his pantaloons from the prow, from the figurehead, is Swabby Seabeard. Swabby, we're going to jump back in time about four hours to explain (laughs) how you got to this stage. Um, Yes. Am I intoxicated? Well, I, <laughs> I, I think it goes without saying that Swabby Seabeard is shit-faced, or swab-faced <laughs> would probably be how you would what is say it, it. What is it called? The seaweed or something? <laughs> the seaweed. <laughs> it's kelp. The uh, the kelp that they consume. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, now, Swabby, as these guys were approaching the bar, um, you kind of paused a bit, noticing a group of quite inebriated and intoxicated sailors talking quite loudly about some freaks in masks. Um, none of the others seemed to hear this, but you did hear it, and you thought to yourself, oh, that's a, be an interesting lead. So you, in your swabby seabeard uh, voice, went, oh, I'll just be checking out what these sailors are saying. Go on ahead, and I'll catch up with you later. Um, and they headed on to the tavern, and you went down and jumped on the back of this barge, moving quite sprightly with your wooden peg leg, uh, and jumped onto this barge. The sailors, as you jump on, go, hey, what are you doing here? <laughs> Um, okay, so to paint the picture for me, we're back in time, everyone's walked off, I've jumped yep. on the back of this ship. It's about four or five and, o'clock in the afternoon. Right, and I heard the sailors talking about you heard, you people heard wearing a, masks. Specifically, you heard one of the sailors go, what about those freaks in masks, eh? What the fuck were they here for? Okay, okay, in your okay. Mind, you Let's were not like... jump straight to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so they're sort of like... So I jump on, and they exclaim, what are you doing on board? Hey, what are you doing here? <laughs> um, all right. Yar, me arties, uh, <laughs> That's a good yar. Apologies, some, um... anyone who's wearing headphones. <laughs> <laughs> I have to, uh, that's my trigger word, otherwise I can't do the voice. All right, one more time. <laughs> Yar, me arties, um, just jumping on board to see what to be. If you um, have any rumors or anything, must be hard work with that peg leg. You can catch a lift with us, sure, matey. Sure you can. Your thanks. Uh, the group assembled before you, um, there's three men on the deck of this ship. Um, there is a, a large, overweight human male with a very scraggly, thin beard, uh, blotches and uh, pockmarks all over his cheeks and face. Um, at first glance, you probably estimate his age to be about sort of 50, 60. But then as you hear him speak... You think he's probably only in his 30s. Just the salt has done absolutely no favours for his skin. Um, he is tanned and leathered and vinegared. Um, the other two, the other two, one of them is a half-orc, um, half-orc male, very young, uh, looks to be probably 15 or 16, quite tall and lanky. The muscles haven't quite grown in yet. Shoulders aren't fully um, sort of like broadened yet. And he only has a few tattoos, which is a dead giveaway. The fact he's only got a couple of family tattoos and family markings. No markings of his own yet. Um, you get the sense that he hasn't... He's, he's definitely under the age of 18. He hasn't got his own first deed tattooed on his skin yet. Um, right. He's got long black hair, braided up and tied in a ponytail, uh, and sort of the beginnings of a bit of bum fluff on his chin. Uh, the last member is a... Uh, like The way to describe this is that like, when you picture Captain Morgan, this is Captain Morgan. Long red cloak... <laughs> tricorn red hat with like blue vest underneath uh one pirate patch over one eye uh that has been studded with a diamond in the center of it um and he has three canteens around him like on his chest and two more on his back that you probably suspect are full of rum 
Uh, he has a peg leg as well. Same peg leg as you. His left leg is his peg leg. Um, and he has a large scar down the side of his cheek on the other side where his patch is not. And as you step on board, um, as I begin talking with the crew, he's like, Normally it's polite to seek permission to board a ship from the captain. I uh, take him in and go, Oh, my apologies there, friend. Um, I just got a little bit too excited. And I uh, just wanted to get away from those, uh, well, <laughs> landlubbers. Ah, getting away from landlubbers, eh? Well, we won't say no to a bit of company from a salty sea dog like yourself. Here, wet your whistle. And he passes you one of his canteens. Oh, I, t- I take a full swig. <laughs> uh, can I have a constitution saving throw? Yeah, it's okay, I'll do it. Why not? There we go. <laughs> and so it begins. <laughs> 20. 20. Um, this rum, <laughs> you suspect he has probably refined this himself. Um, it is rough as guts as you swallow this. It burns your throat, but you feel... Is it spicy? Uh, you've, you've tasted rougher. <laughs> and in the character of Swabby Seabed, you've kind of inhabited this character quite a bit. <laughs> Jin, Jin would struggle with this, but in the character of Swabby, you kind of just power through. And you just... Yeah, you just take it in your stride and you just power through. Because, I mean, Swabby... There's nothing to Swabby. Swabby could do like six of these, no problems at all. And so you're kind of getting into the character of Swabby and it doesn't affect you yet. Um, I uh, sort of... Yeah, I take a big swig. Yeah. And then I sort of... um, I sort of, uh, yeah, take it away from my lips and... No, this is good, uh, good, good drop. Yeah. And uh, pass it back to him. Yeah, come on, boy. That's how you do it. Get a bit of sip. And he passes over the rum to the uh, the half orc, who's like, "Oh, I really don't think I should be, I should be drinking that." Come on, man. Come on, get it in you. Get it in you. <laughs> I didn't even need to have the NPC <laughs> say it. <laughs> Swabby's just immediately on it. The captain's just both <laughs> just jump onto it. Swabby, uh, can I have you roll me a persuasion check, please? Jin okay. disguised as Swabby Seabeard. <laughs> 26. 26. Ah. Kid's like, well, oh, if a stranger well. thinks it's all right. <laughs> that's a swig. Um, he, he takes it pretty well, actually. 19. Um, he d- downs it and he's sort of like, oh, <clears throat> that's, um, that's uh, pretty, pretty strong, hey? Oh. And hands it back to the captain. Um, Captain goes, ah, that was well handled, me boy. Well handled indeed. We'll have more of Captain Morgan's rum in you soon. Captain Morgan. Hey. I'm just committed. He's now called Captain Morgan. Um, Hashtag yeah. <laughs> not sponsored. So, said you were looking or listening out for rumours, did you? No, just, uh, just trying to find some excitement down here, down here in this part of the world. You mean up here, surely. We're as far north as you can go if you're sane. Well, do I look sane to you there, friend? Aye, that you don't, that you don't. Which is why you're welcome aboard this here vessel. Near Arr, sea yeah. man allowed on board Man of the SS. old <laughs> Yeah, indeed. Rather uh, appropriately called, this is the SS Icebreaker. Ooh, damn. Special Ooh. ship Icebreaker. <laughs> yeah, do you have any stands. voyages coming up? I we're run aground at the moment. We're doomed to wander aimlessly these here canals. The open sea is too dangerous for this poor vessel. We're taking her for her final voyage tonight, in fact, before we scrap her for parts. <laughs> well, look, I think um, 
I think what Jin does is he every personality he takes on it seeps into him a little bit and he would do yeah. things that he wouldn't normally do it's like method acting I think yeah it's like method acting <laughs> it's probably like one of his flaws as well that he yeah. like sinks a bit too much into it so he, oh, he just sort of gets raucous and goes yeah well you gotta give her a proper send off and hey, yeah, that's right. drink um drink big tonight hey this here be a party my... vessel tonight let's pull out my bagpipes party Party vessel. I, I, I bring out bag my bagpipes and oh I start God. playing a, a, a jaunty tune. Try God, and make me a performance I stop check. my feet. <laughs> it's not as high as my persuasion because performance doesn't do as much. It's a 15. It's 15's not, not too bad. No, no, no. Oh, not it's too not bad. Eight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was going to say. Um, yeah, as you pull out your bagpipes, um, there's sort of a moment where like, hey, we don't want a funeral dirge there. And then you get into the uh, into the actual song. And you're playing quite a jaunty song, which is, is difficult on the bagpipes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll say uh, is, I is tricky to play jaunty upbeat It's the only kind of thing I could think of that like, could be maybe like a lute, but I'm maybe going like a with what, bagpipes. Sorry. Oh, I, have the, I have a lute as well. No, look, the bagpipes, I, I like it. <laughs> it's cute. They're like, I like it. we don't want to be put to sleep here. Lad. We don't want to be in tears. Not yet. And then you start like doing this. <laughs> the bagpipes. <laughs> um, and they're, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it starts getting into it. Um, the fatter pirate um, who pulls out a large, um, a large water skin that is definitely not full of water. Um, as you begin playing, sort of leans back and starts like sculling this entire water skin. Um, oh my god. Doing it in time to your song. Um, I'm also going to, as I'm doing, I'm going to play, I'm going to do a minor illusion, uh, like sort of centered at me. And what it's going to do is, because I can make like a sound of like drums or something. So basically, like a beating of drums. So I'm going to do like a beating of drums. Um, I don't know how many minor illusions I can have up. But basically, I'm just doing like the backing. It's the it's the backing sort of the backing stuff. drums, <laughs> yeah. Okay, sure. Um, yeah, as you as you begin, I think just let's, adds let's, to it. I'm just gonna see if I've got any music that's even slightly appropriate for this. Fucking might. <laughs> um. Oh, here we go. No, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Perfect. How's that? Perfect. Perfect. Um. Yeah, as, as you begin of... watching into this ditty, this dirge, um, upbeat, upbeat ditty. Uh, yeah, the, 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 fatter, the fatter male pirate, the, the huge pirate, the fatter male uh, sailor begins like absolutely just sculling this entire water skin full of probably hard spirits. Um, nice. He does not look so good. By the end of it, he just goes, that's the time that I... And then he face plants onto the All deck right. of the ship. I, I laugh at that. I, I gather right around. I'm like, hey, what do you do with a drunken sailor? Like, like oh, pointing no. at the guy on the ground. And Amazing. I'm just sort of dancing around him and getting yep. everyone into that tune. Hey, yep. she rises. And then so um, as, as you're heading down the gangway uh, and, and passing underneath bridges and things like that, because Drifthaven is a little bit like Venice in the way that there's canals everywhere. Like the, the, because it's a floating city on the on the surface of the sea. It's all canal. Um so you're sort of going underneath bridges and around corners and like outside people's houses and as you're kind of like <laughs> shouting singing what do we do the drunken sailor a lady sort of pokes her head out this older woman uh, older half-orc woman pokes her head out the window and goes seriously trying to put the kids to bed here slams I the doors the, I do the vocals louder 
<laughs> As you come onto the next section, she leans out much. with a chamber pot and pours it over you guys. Can I have you make a dexterity saving through to avoid a chamber pot being poured over your All head? Right. 26. 26 for critics. <laughs> natural 20. Uh, I'm, gonna, um, I'm going to like do some yep. like... Okay, so it's 26. I kind of like the idea of you like backflipping and as you do the bagpipe is like, as you, like <laughs> squeeze it to backflip onto the top of the onto the top I'm of the cabinet. Like, I'm just sort of gonna jump on top of the, the drunk sailor. Use him as like a springboard to go oh, up all these like all these different barrels in like the side of the ship and sort okay. of like sway a little bit and then go on the top. And yep. I just start singing even louder. As and, you like, land on louder. his stomach, uh, he immediately begins vomiting. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm going to have the vomit like come up, but it's going to miss me. Like a fountain. Like, all of me. But like, it's sort of like, you know, in Deadpool, he does all the slow motion stuff. Yeah. Where all that stuff is going off. That's just what's happening right now. Uh, <laughs> Swabby Seabeard, this old grizzled one-legged man, Somehow oh, yeah. pulls off this incredible backflip <laughs> off a man's stomach while he's vomiting. And the vomiting thing is, the he... peg leg is a real thing too. Yeah, yeah, it's a real peg leg. Um, you backflip over the top of this of this vomit and land on the top and like hold your arms up like this. Uh, there is a round of applause from spectators, um, and you see behind you as you turn, you've actually drawn a bit of a crowd. There's a number of people following this barge, looking at the four of you and thinking like, "What the fuck is going on here?" And there's a bit of a crowd joining. There's a couple of I burly half-orc sailors, and I, I sort of shout at the top of my lungs and go, "Yar, this be her last voyage. All of ye, join in the festivities. Get some uh, ale and teas and join in. Yep. What do you say, Captain?" everyone's welcome if you're paying this mighty vessel a fond farewell. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, this has an immediate effect on the crowd. A number of half-orc sailors, tattoos covering their body of various battles with sea monsters, um, begin running down the gangway and jump onto the boat and join the vet. Like, permission to come aboard, Captain! <laughs> yeah, permission granted! <laughs> and the boat begins filling up rapidly. Do some of them have their own instruments? Yes, yeah, 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 that's the next thing I was going to get to. A Even number better. of the half-orc sailors begin pulling out just the mismatch of instruments. See, one's got an accordion, one of them's got this long flute with uh, four different spaces for finger holes. One of them's got a trumpet, but the trumpet has this weird um, wooden block that he's putting on over the end, which gives it this sort of strange tinny sound. Um, for those of you who uh, know what a, a muffler is. <laughs> um, just getting that's like great. a good little like, uh, like sound. Um you pass underneath one of the many taverns of Drifthaven, and as you are going underneath, Rowdy is all fuck. Um, a very, very strange-looking tabaxi leans their head out the window. Um, very short black fur with these bright yellow eyes, and goes, Ah, Captain Morgan, is this the final voyage of your vessel, finally? Yeah, Shadow, that it be, that it be. Well, if I may sponsor you all with a drink. Oh, that'd be very welcome. Come on round to the dry dock, and I'll make sure you're never dry again. Uh, and with that, Captain Morgan runs up behind and just spins the wheel as hard as he can. The boat does a full 180 and crashes into the side of the tavern. <laughs> a trapdoor drops down and a full barrel of mead lands on the boat, causing the entire vessel to shake ominously. Uh, three people are knocked overboard by this. And go, <laughs> straight into the drink as it begins shaking the vessel. Um, from your deck save of earlier, you're, you've got your sea legs absolutely. You're completely fine. Um, nice. 
Yeah, and, and the immediately uh, the half-orc, the younger half-orc man who was on the boat originally, picks up this barrel and jams it onto the top of the mast, tying it on as tight as he can, and begins dispensing this mead, which is very strong to all members of the boat. Jin, could I have another constitution saving throw? Because I imagine you would be drinking at this all point. Right. Uh, I'm going to do a bardic inspiration on myself. Because okay. I don't want to die just yet. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, die? Oh, my Six. God. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, oh, no. It's no. A D8. 11. That's, that's not too bad. Um, all right. Um, I'm just going to do a D8 Jim. if it's lower than a 5. Oh, I got an 8 because <laughs> it's actually a D8. Okay. All right. In that case, then. So my that is a total of, yeah, so uh, 14. 13. Would it be 14? Oh, oh yeah, be... 6, 6. Yeah, no, yeah, six it is 14. My um, bad, I was looking at the 5. Yeah, could I have you do a carousing check for me? D100 carousing table, please. Oh, right. <laughs> That's right, I have 100 different 73. I am pretty drunk by now. I'm not, like, super <laughs> blind drunk yet, but I'm fairly drunk. Okay. <laughs> okay, this is great. Um, Jim, <laughs> the half-orc sailors who jumped on the deck with you and you've been playing music with, this works so well, that you've been playing music with, you're starting to get really friendly with them. These guys are really great. And you're, like, sharing stories and tales. What is one tale that Jin would share? Because it begins becoming a bit of, like, a boasting contest. Not not like a proper boast, but like a... Um, I guess in a way, like a... like a, a it, We're going to call this the competition of tall tales, where they're, they're telling taller and taller tales, trying to outdo the other one with their tall tale. What tall tale would Jin tell? Well, I'm probably sea bit at the moment, and that has sunk in. Oh, um, hmm. I don't know if I should do like a a lie because I haven't done that many adventures on the seas. Oh, actually, no, I got a good one. That's actually true. Um, Gather around, ye mateys, and I have a tale to tell. Me and my friends, we were on me sky barge. I captained it. <laughs> and our we got set on by two manticores. They came out of the clouds. Yar, we were in a bit of a pickle. But... I tap my, my, my head. Yar, this captain be smart. Smarter than any landlubber. He be a smart captain. <laughs> I use my magic and create an illusion of a giant ancient dragon. Yar, the manticores be scuttling and running away in fear as my uh, ancient dragon drives them off from the barge. Everyone on the barge was in amazement at my feet and all proclaimed Swabby, Captain Swabby Seabeard, be the best sky barge captain around here. These are your parts. Jin, There's a the half-orc sailors are fucking loving this story. Um, <laughs> as they've been telling True their tales, they've been pointing to where it's tattooed on their body because all of all of their tales um, are linked to tattoos that they have. And as you're telling this story, they're kind of like looking at you a little bit expectantly. And as you don't reveal tattoos, they, they kind of go, you, you need to get this tattooed. Yeah, you to need to get it? this tattoo okay. on your body. Look, you need a tattoo for this, this is, so that you can tell the tale. This is a this is a little bit much. 
Yeah, but Jin, like Jin, would do this because he's a bit of an. Because um, your your carousing check is you wake up with a tattoo that you don't remember getting. Oh. <laughs> what I'm going to do is quickly. What I will do is yeah. quickly. Nice. Jin is a show off. He's going to do a major image to go along with his. Oh, amazing. Um, his, yep. It's basically of his story, and it's yeah. going to have the whole manticores coming on the sky barge. Oh, yeah. The ancient dragon, like, showing, like, you know, forcing them off. And and this looks, like, le- legit, like... Yeah. Um, people are losing their level. minds about this. Um, yeah, I mean, you're, you're, the crowd that was before was was fairly medium to large. Uh, the Because si- of Major Image, what's the size you can do? I think it's, like, 20 foot cubes. 20 feet. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking huge. It's almost life-sized <laughs> as yeah. you're doing this above the barge. You're getting, like, gasps of amazement. A few arrows fly through. <laughs> a few jets of water are shot. <laughs> a few jets of water are shot from various houses. It through actually the thing does, like... It does sounds as well and everything, yeah, so... Yeah, yeah. Even <laughs> does, like... like People can even feel, like, the heat coming off the... Yeah, that's what I mean. The, like, it's, uh, people dragon. think this is real for a bit. Um before people start to realize this illusion, she cries like oh it's an illusion it's okay <laughs> from this from this, uh, the uh, sides of the uh, sides of the gangways but for a moment people genuinely think this is real and there's a real like cause of like oh <laughs> this skyship and manticore appear in the sky followed by a giant dragon um but i mean the people on the boat are loving this they're going swabby 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 um yeah, yeah, yes one of the bigger half orcs, this very, very muscular man, um, comes forward and pulls out of it, pulls out from around. He's got like a little fanny pack, a little bum bag, and he spins it round to the front and goes, I have my tattoo equipment right here. We could get you with that story tattooed upon your skin in a moment, and then everyone would know of your heroics, your bravery. I think, um, I think I'm pretty drunk at this point. Yes. So I just sort of, yeah, that'd be a great idea. Uh, cross my chest. I was going to suggest your back, but chest is good. Even better. Put her on the back, yeah, there, friend. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> you get a tattoo. Wow. Um, the tattoo is of a sky, a sky, but they've done their best to do a sky ship. It doesn't look exactly. Oh no, it would because you can create. You created the major image. It's perfect I'm going to, to every as detail. Well, I, what I'm going to do to make it even better, just in case, I'm going to give him bardic inspiration. Amazing. Um, so, can you, can you yeah. do you want to roll it for me? Do you want to roll the bardic inspiration for me? So uh, I know how much see. plus he gets. It's only a three, but it's something. Jin, could I have you please roll for me uh, another D100? I just want to know something about this because there there are some aspects of the tattoos. 24. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, Yeah, the tattoo across your chest is amazing. Um, The the detail is just incredible. Um, You can see that the the skyship is there. There's a large dragon wings curling around the skyship. And you can see three manticores fleet. They add an extra manticore. You can see three manticores. (laughs) I want, and something else, like, like, I want that sort of, like, the image. And then around it, sort of, like, really cool, like, um, artwork of, like, like wind and all that. Like, really, like, sort of... No oh yeah, there's like all cloud details to surround and a wind and, the, and you can see the two moons in the sky behind. Even though you described it as during the day and the image was during the day, they thought the <laughs> night would be more dramatic. So they've like Perfect. taken some artistic liberties with it. Um, but the styling of it is very, it's very stylistic and it's all lines and um, and swirls and patterns. And then Swabby, you're standing on the deck of this ship, like arms held aloft, summoning this dragon with your peg leg. And your peg leg's got all these like arches and cracks in it. And you just look like this bloody legend standing on the deck, like doing this stuff. Um, That's hilarious. This tattoo looks amazing by the time they're finished. Um, 
and, and everyone's like clapping and cheering and really getting into it. Uh, can I have another constitution saving throw, please, uh, Jin, yeah, as you fine. continue drinking and continue... I'm not going to do bardic inspiration because I'll forget to do that. 17 there. 17, yeah. You're still <clears throat> doing okay at this point. Um, the night continues on. Uh, you're, you begin to lose track of time quite quickly. Uh, the songs continue, the music continues, the drinking oh. continues... And before too long, you and a couple of other sailors, including Captain Morgan, are up at the very prow of the ship, standing aloft. Would probably, I reckon, would all be like sort of flagons in hand. We're all sort of like swaying um, backwards and swaying back and forwards (laughs) together, like sort of all our like arms linked. And we're just sort of sitting there, like she was a bloody good (laughs) vessel. We'll probably just be doing some sort of like yeah, like little like yeah. Join, like some like yeah some probably like sailor tune or something but like definitely like drunk like it's all slurs as you're like going backwards and forwards. Well, the, and the yeah. orcs are still be going but probably oh yeah and the, the boat is now starting to sink in the water the number of people <laughs> that are on this thing like people keep jumping on people keep jumping off it's become a bit of an event through the town um as the boat oh, sort of dude. comes around a corner um you kind of realize that captain morgan's up at the prow of the boat with you and there's this sort of moment of pause where he looks at you and you look at him and he goes, I was still on the ship. Oh. <laughs> and that's when the barge crashes into a gangway towards the town square. You tumble head over heels, your pantaloons catching on the prow of the ship while the rest of the people just go either face first onto the deck of the ship or overboard into the water. Um, Captain Morgan tumbles and pratfalls and rolls to his uh, rolls across the centre of the town square, landing right in front of Lockie, Mira, Shana and Yerveth and Batal. Um, As I sort, of see, I, sort of, yeah. I sort of see them a little bit and I go, and everyone else around me and I go, Yarr! Grace send off their friends. Grace send off. Uh, as as you're sort of like hanging off the prow of the figurehead, the boat <laughs> start to sink, and you see it start going down. And the captain goes, "Ah, oh, she was a fine vassal." With my dexterity save from before, can I like do it so like as it like as the mast sort of comes down, I sort of just just like nonchalantly just sort of am able to touch the ground on the ground. You can, and my you can roll me sort of... an acrobatics or an athletics right, check. Let's do Absolutely, it. you let's can. Do it. Um, I, I should say as well, 23. <laughs> uh, you guys also see Jin's shirt is still open and uh, a swabby, and you can see he has this intricate tattoo <laughs> all across his chest that was not there a couple of hours ago. Um, yeah, as the ship begins to pitch, a lot of people begin like jumping off. A few people just like hold on and go, down with the ship! As they're like clinging on. Um, and as the boat begins sinking, Jin, you, you sort of like detach your pants from the figurehead, pull them back up again a little bit, uh, a little bit unceremoniously, and then step off onto the platform as the last bit of the ship goes under the water. Um, the captain sort of, sort of goes. Sort of, I sort of dust myself off a little bit too. Like I keep the flag in hand. Yeah. Swabby, Swabby takes his hat off and goes. The captain goes down with his ship. No, no, I don't. I'm still on the, I'm still on the. Uh, this, I missed it. And he runs over and dives, swan dives into the water. <laughs> Nice. The half-orc soon follows and drags him out. He's like, I've got to go down with my ship, lad. You don't understand. <laughs> He's like dragging him onto shore. Um, I, um, so, yeah, I walk up yeah. to the, uh, our friends and I am dusting myself off a little bit, patting myself, uh, take a huge swig of ale again. Let's do another constitution saving throw. <laughs> sure. 18. 18. It's still okay. It's still fine. Um, I sort of, I will you sway have not a little bit. below a 15. No, <laughs> I sort of sway a little bit to the group and I go, "You're how be your nice girls? Uh, yes, 
Well. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> and there's all these people behind me, yeah. just like this. They're oh, still they're probably cheering. like some of them are crying. Cheering. Yeah. The orcs are probably still playing a tune. They probably jumped off and just kept like the tune up. The orcs are in the the orcs are in the ocean singing. They're still singing. Some of them are still playing their <laughs> soggy instruments. Singing. The one with the accordion is still. Every time he closes it, water squirts out one of the holes. <laughs> I, I sort of stop for a second again. Ar, I forgot to ask about the rumors. Your um. <laughs> Right away, you see. <clears throat> Looks like you made some friends. I sort of look around, <laughs> um, and I look at Locking Gum. Yara, that might have been the case. A little bit too much to drink. <laughs> Tara looks at you guys. You hanging out with Captain Morgan? That was a brave of you, lad. Brave of you. <laughs> I sort of look at her and be like, Yara seems to be well adjusted. <laughs> He does this every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Saturday nights. We've really got to talk to him about this. <laughs> I sort of. How many months does he go through? No, no. Yeah, he, his look... job is to scuttle ships, but he, he's obsessed with giving them a proper send-off. <laughs> he's supposed to, he's supposed to scuttle them in the in the bay and make reese out of them, but he's convinced that it's it's not polite. He's got to give the boat a proper send-off. He does I, it every will... single time. <laughs> I will say to him, "Yar, this one might have been tad bit more." <laughs> I did uh, exacerbate the send-off a little bit here, there, matey. I can see that. Normally, that's not this big a crowd, but uh, generally, people use it for bar hopping. They just jump on one of the barges or the boats that he's taken, <laughs> continue their drinking, and jump off at the next stop. But you seem to have brought half the town with you, or at least <laughs> half the sailing town. <laughs> it's like, um, yeah, I sort of look at everyone. I'm pretty drunk now, and I go, "You're check out me tattoo." And I just like, just unbutton my shirt pretty quick and be like, Arr, check this one out. What a beauty. Wow. You got an orcish tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yes, I did. That's a pretty big sign of respect. Or they were pissed drunk. <laughs> could have been both. Bit of column A, Yarr, bit of column B. Is this a, a temporary tattoo or for a forever oh, no. tattoo? No, no, forever tattoo. I just sort of shrug. <laughs> no, it's it's forever. Um, as a changeling, Jin, you know that this tattoo is on your skin forever. However, you can change the size and shape of it as well as the location of it easily. So whenever you want it hidden, oh, yeah. you just put it on the underside of your foot, problem solved. That's cool. Or like inside Easy your butt cheek. Um, <laughs> Gross. Because I should say specifically that the carousing check was um, you wake up with a sore left butt cheek. As you look over, you see a tattoo that you do not recognize and do not remember. But I was like, That's for a changeling, fun. it moves wherever you want it. And I thought this would be more fun with you. Um, but yeah, Batara sort of gives a bit of a nod. You can see Batara has some of the tattoos, but not as many as some of her comrades. She, she gives you a really serious look, Jin, and just kind of swapping. goes, I just want you to be aware. This is it's a pretty great honor. You, I mean, they, you are now recognized as, as bloodkin to... Any orc of the sea, any any Maloran orc will, will recognize you as kin for this. They've even put I, uh, their tribe mark on it. And you can see down the bottom underneath oh, well. is this swirling pattern that looks like a series of waves. Because they don't just do that for anybody. You must have really impressed these guys. I uh, get my swag, I get my ale, my flag, and, and I go, Yarr, that sounds perfect. And I take a big gulp as it's like rushing down my beard. Oh god! Um, and dripping over the tattoo, making it look like actual like rain. Seventeen. The scene. Um, right. Well, I wrote another one. 
Sifte, you're still doing well though. You're still handling well. You're so in character at this point that like there's nothing that can stop you. You could drink all night long and Swabby is still going to be standing upright. Jin the next morning, not doing so well. But Swabby, like the the character's just taken over. Jin is no more. He is just Swabby now for the moment. (laughs) Uh, Swabby, my friend, does it not bother you that they've misrepresented your memory? So look at him. What do you mean there, friend? I be Swabby Seabeard. Yes, yours, Swabby Seabeard. There's more waverings. I just sort of halfway through him talking, I just, I just clasp him by the shoulder, and I just get the ale and just shove it down his throat. <laughs> I don't know. Drink up, ye friend. This will um, be a celebration. Uh, I mean. What what I know, Lockie, it doesn't affect him but... No, I was gonna say what what Jin what Jin is Swabby is drinking at this point is less ale and more moonshine. So as he begins pouring this over you, Lockie, it's almost like some sort of like cleaning or rubbing alcohol <laughs> just being poured <laughs> through your system. And you start to sort of feel a few of your gears like as they begin to like clear some of the debris off them. It's basically like acetone oh, you're drinking. They're like, oh no, it's quite nice actually, thank you. <laughs> I'm feeling a little cleaner. Thank you. I was mixing very well with the oil I had before. Well, I catch his fire. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Combustion. You are this a celebration. Stay up to the wee hours of the morning. Uh, Mira, Shana, and Yerveth. Um, Swabby's breath by this point is um, it's pretty rank. As oh. Swabby continues shouting very close so to your faces. <laughs> it's very... So, so strong of alcohol. Yeah, it's... Um, you're but beginning to get a bit lightheaded. Well yeah, as, as he breathes out, there's a shimmer of heat. <laughs> Just the sheer amount of alcohol in his breath. Swabby is now, like, he's, his blood's not 0.2% alcohol, his blood is 2% alcohol. It would be impossible, but it's not, I can tell you right now. I know, I know. Swabby's, uh, at least he's oh, no. 90, was it 98% water, 2% ethanol. <laughs> and every swig, it's another percent. Um, yeah, Batara sort of looks over at you guys and goes... Right. Well, look, I've got, I've got, I've got to head back. I've got a bit of an early start. Got to get the, uh, got to get the rest of the family to bed. Make sure everyone's tucked in. Uh, I'm going to be heading out on a bit of a fishing trip early in the morning, about four, three, four a.m. Try and catch some of the uh, the moonlight squid as they come up. But then after that, I can meet you back at your vessel. We can go for a bit of a sail up towards the north. I'll lead you to the location where we, where we saw and sank that fucking vessel that those bastards were taken. You can arr, 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 arr. Just boring, 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 boring. Here, have a drink. Come on now. I'm too drunk. Batara, <laughs> Batara a, takes. I've got, Batara I've got, sort of. Yeah. I've got an arm around him on one side, so he goes to like. I go to like. I go to like go tip. I go to like give her a drink, but Lucky can hold me back if he wants. So I'll try. Yeah, I'll have another one. Just pour it in my shoulder. Oh, perfect. I hey, just keep. I, I, I grab a beer off like a walking, like a nail off a walking wall. Hey! And I just like, just <laughs> shove it down your throat. What yeah. a waste! Warforge can't <laughs> even drink that! Arr, don't stop your swabbling! There's more where they actually came from. He's gonna be all sticky! Uh, as you pour an ale over Lockie. <laughs> Lockie, you're like, wait, this is an alcohol. No, what are you doing? This is, this is not what I want. <laughs> Residue everywhere. Yeah, you begin oh, to nice. smell a bit, uh, bit wheaty and piney, Lockie. Stable beer. Mira is very reluctant to go anywhere near him in case she accidentally sets him on fire. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Swabby would be the more immediate concern. <laughs> That's what I mean. Swabby. That's oh, right. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. 
Shall we get him to, to bed? What, what do we do? I don't understand. I thought you said you were going to be out all night, Mira. Ah, uh, well, I kind of... Perfect, yeah, come on, let's oh, get okay. into it. Come okay. on, let's be a celebration, a party. Um, alrighty. Let's lose. Um, what I'm, what I'm going to do in the interest of keeping the plot moving, uh, as yeah. much as I'm enjoying this, <laughs> what I'm going to do... <laughs> Who is carousing with Jin? Because I, Jin, oh, I'm assuming you're not heading to carousing. bed. You are heading back out for more carousing. Oh no, I am. I am sobby yeah. sigbit tonight. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I have a co- I have cohorts to, to, sort of yeah. entertain. I mean, as as you're talking the, to these people, people like Swabby, Swabby, <laughs> come back to us. Don't hang out with the square, Swabby, Swabby. <laughs> um, I need to know which of you is square and which of you is going out to hang out with Swabby. Uh, Mira will do that thing where, yep. you know, how you get kind of swept along and you're like yep. that awkward, like... <laughs> oh, I am definitely gonna... dragging you because you talk to me, so I'm dragging you by the <laughs> yeah. so, like, He, like, grabs your tail and, like, drags you backwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you're um, probably too awkward to say no. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> She's um, too polite. She's like, oh, okay. Loki, Shana? I guess I'd better stay up, make sure that I'm falling the bay or something. Well, I was going to say I'm about 600 years too old for this, but I'm not going to be the only one going back to the ship. Yevith looks over and is already walking following Jin. As, uh, <laughs> yeah. as he's, already, he's already on it. Um, Batara sort of looks and goes, Yevith, did you say you wanted to come fishing? He sort of pauses and goes, I wouldn't mind seeing... I mage hand him to come. 4am. <laughs> what do you, what do, you like, do, sir? You mage hand slap he gets him. A, he gets a mage hand, like, like yeah, I slap him with the mage hand. <laughs> and then I just, like, <laughs> grab him on his arm and drag him with this. What does your mage hand look like, Jim? Um, a swabby? It's yep. like this, like, glove. Um, like a sailor's glove. And just encrusted with, like, seashells and stuff. And, like, Jin? Uh, muscles. Yes, but it is leaking black smoke as you summon it. That's fine. And you slap him, and he goes, Ugh. and then he grabs his arm, start pulling. He's like, "Um, okay, Batara, I'm just gonna have a few drinks, and then I'll come and I'll come fishing in the morning as well." Drag him along. Uh, alrighty, I'm gonna get each of you to roll me carousing checks, please. Um, for, I'll get actually, I'll get two things. I'll get a Constitution saving throw from all of you, and then a carousing check, please. Um, uh oh, I've already done. Okay. Right. Okay. Question. Time. Yes. So- the constitution save, is it because the alcohol is technically poison? Uh, I'm not going to have this shit pulled at my table, Ali. We know that, <laughs> yes, yes, alcohol is technically a poison. However, if you are imbibing it of your own free will for the purposes of getting an evil, it does not count as a poison. In the world of D&D, as it is written, alcohol is not a poison. Poison is very Aww. clear. Oh, yeah, I everyone apologize. did really well though. You did very well. Yeah. You take the twenty yeah, so, Um Okay, so let's do. Let's go through the carousing checks. So we'll do them. We'll do them one at a time. I'm just going to quickly. Oh, Mira, is that a nine? Yep. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> everything. Everything under ten is amazing. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh man! All right, this could be good. 75, 77, 23. I'm going to save yours for last, Mira. Yours is way too funny. We're going to get to yours. Just quickly, Owen, is 75 as close to 73? Is it the same thing or different? No, it's different. No, no, no. None of them are the same. It's an actual D100 um, carousing table. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay, who got 77? I did. Shana. No, Shana got 77. I got 75. I got 75. 75. My bad. 
Okay. Okay. So okay, we're going to do you two together. We're going to do you two together. So Shana <laughs> and Jin. Um, you begin partying well into the night. Drifthaven is very much like Nassau was during the Golden Age of Piracy. It is... Um, alcohol flows freely. Uh, there is great freedoms. The rules that are followed by the half-orcs, the rules of the wild. Um, it's all about respect and um, working as one with nature. What that means is that there's no stupid laws for most of you to have to worry about. And a lot of stuff is fairly permissible. Um, there are drugs freely being passed around, um, all sorts of fun things. You guys are getting very into the nightlife of Drifthaven and you, you feel probably more welcome here. Shana than you've ever felt in your life. Um, Jin, this is very similar to the Bard's College in the way that you're welcomed. You just feel like part of the family. And it's, it's another, one of the aspects. Just another nerd. Yeah, <laughs> one of the one of the ways that the the half orcs, the Maloran orcs, um, indoctrinate you, or not indoctrinate you, but but welcome you into the the, the extended family of Drifthaven, um, is with a very very pungent strong drink in half a coconut. Um, each of you down this, it tastes incredibly sweet. There's a hint of kind of like banana and pineapple there, but the overwhelming flavour is this sweet citrus. Um, you find out sort of over the course of the night that this is some sort of fermented fish that is fermented with coral to produce this incredibly strong semi-hallucinogenic alcohol substance. Um, And before too long, colours begin to start swirling around you. The luminescence uh, in the water, the bioluminescence, takes on kind of like a... um, uh, the starry night appearance begins swirling in these patterns around you. The moons begin sort of shifting and changing place in the sky above. And all of you begin having the most incredible time. And, and, and the half-orcs and the Lorenorks are so welcoming. You are welcomed into their tribe, into their group. You don't really know anybody's names. You don't catch anybody's names. Mira, probably the one time you go to get out your notebook and write down names, um, uh, a very, very tall uh, half-orc woman puts a, puts a hand on your shoulder and goes, just live, just for one night, just live. And looks you like full on in the eyes as she says it, and it, you just have this moment. You're like, oh, I, w- I will tuck your notebook away. Don't take any names. Um, yep. So, the next morning, Shana and Jin, you awaken, handcuffed together, and to a lamppost. You are you are handcuffed to a lamppost. A sign is taped to each of you which says, party pirates, do not free until the morning. Each of you has this sign on you. Um, Jin? That's, that's so fitting. You have eye makeup in this incredible okay. display of pink and purple up the sides of your head as swabby sea beard. Shana, you are wearing a pirate's hat, a tricorn pirate's hat, uh, and you are handcuffed together. Um, so what Shana's is to be handcuffed to a post, Jin's is to be handcuffed to another person and wakes up in their house. This so seemed like a great way perfect. to combine it together. <laughs> um, you guys awake and handcuffed to this post. Uh, it does not take you too long before like someone comes and actually unboxes it. You see one of the one of the policemen, one of the, the sheriffs, sort of wanders over and goes, uh, I see they're up to their shenanigans last night. Let me just, just undo that. I really shouldn't lend these to them. <laughs> he unlocks the chains and handcuffs. <laughs> just encourages I, them. I tip my hat to him and go, oh, thanks, yeah. And my, I sort of hold my as, head As you go to tip your hat, you look I, over, Shana's wearing your hat. No. Just, 
Um, Yarr, that's... Wait, I, I pat my head down. Where be me seagull? <laughs> Lucky. <laughs> Lucky. 23, was it? 23. Oh, man. I want to... Lucky. I Lucky, you awaken, seated, face planted in this massive open room, this incredibly large longhouse. Oars are arranged around the side. You can see several um, skeletonized remains of sharks, these giant shark moors and various other sea creatures scattered around the hall. And seated next to you, dressed in these very, um, almost like fish netting uh, that's been uh, arranged and draped with cloth, is a very old half-orc woman who's sitting next to you. He goes, ah, you awaken. Hello there. You seem to have powered down for a time there, lad. How you doing? I just ran a diagnostic. I guess I'm fine. One of the gears inside of my head seems to be grinding against another one. Hey, <laughs> I, I did pop one of those back in for you last night. Oh, yes? Did hey, I lose... Right after you catalogued our entire library, she points behind her, and oh. you can see this rows and rows of books that have been arranged perfectly in order of size, colour, and text. <laughs> and it's pristine. Hey, very grateful for that. You're very, very welcome. I didn't ask you to, but thank you. I enjoyed myself thoroughly. <laughs> she nods at you and then goes, Well, if you're doing a little better, probably time for you to leave. I, I think that's probably, yes. Lucky, as you stumble out and look upon, open up these large doors and stumble out, you realise you're looking at the town square. You're in the longhouse, mm. the vast town hall of this place, <laughs> and in front of you, you see Jin and Shana getting unshackled from a lamppost. <laughs> and you probably also see Shana run off with my hat, me chasing her. Shana begins like <laughs> slithering away with your hat. You're going um, back here. <laughs> all right. Oh, Captain. I'm taller than you. There's no chance of you reaching it. I'm going to use May Chan to just May Chan to take that off her head. Shana also has May Chan. She is extending it that full reach. I reckon it'd be funnier though if, like, I grab it. She sees, she feels it off her head. She can cast May Chan, and then we're tug of warring it. It's just locked in the middle of you guys shaking ominously as you're both tearing at it with May Chan. Lock is going to charge after after them, and he's going to like put his hands underneath Shana's Shana's armpits. And lift her up, and as he does, he's going to cast enlarge on himself and use the giant strength. <gasps> okay, okay. Size. So here's are you using the, the giant's legacy? Yes. Okay. Here's what happens. Um, you guys watch as Loki as Loki sort of like runs over and picks Shana up. Um, Loki, at some point during the night, that giant rune that you had found below, you actually have incorporated into your design. You have no memory of doing this, but it is now incorporated into your design. And as you lift her up. One of the gears in your upper arm shifts and knocks, knocking another gear, knocking another gear, and then clicking this rune into place. There's this sudden moment as memories open up and blossom in your mind, and you realise this isn't this isn't your normal size. This isn't the size you were designed. And as you realise that, this magic begins flowing through you, light pushing across your arms, and you watch as Loki begins growing in size, this sort of clicking, ticking noise as he begins growing larger and larger and larger. Uh, Lucky, 
as you are holding Shana, you go from holding her in two hands to being able to hold her in one hand as you take on the size of a stone giant as you stand tall. Um, the wood underneath your feet groans ominously and the entire square sinks ever oh so God. slightly and water sloshes over the side up to about ankle depth as you're standing there. Uh, Ooh, bystanders, speak it going. Oh! <laughs> I appear to have grown. Hold her up. Keep the keep keep his thing away from him. I noticed this. Yes. I'm going to Eldrith blast the floor under Lucky. Oh no! <laughs> okay. Uh, roll me damage. <sighs> Lucky, you might be falling to damage. the bottom of the sea. <laughs> Just yep. so you know. Uh, <laughs> I. Wait. No, no, no! I would do it. I would just do it. All right, roll damage. <laughs> it's only um, three plus three. three. As as Six you shoot, damage. the eldritch blast hits the water, and the water that's sloshed over the, absorbs some of the impact. Um, Loki, the the wood underneath you groans again very ominously, but no further effects happen just yet. <laughs> Give me me hat back. <laughs> I'm sort of. I'm, I'm, so uh, so Swabby isn't angry. He's just like he's, he's like he's still yeah. laughing. He's laughing. Yeah. He's having fun with it. Playing along. Yeah. He's playing along. He's just being like yeah. He's just like a All bit right. competitive now though, and he's having fun. With Can it. Shana jump off Lucky's hand? Try and jump over Swabby and keep running <laughs> like she um, wants to try and make it back to the boat with the hat. Okay. okay. Push as well. Okay, so lucky just throws her. Um, <laughs> oh my god. How high up is she? Yeah. Is she take falling damage? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're so Shana. high. Shana, could I please have an it's, athletics it's just... or an acrobatics check? Lucky, can you please roll an a- athletics check for me, please? Oh, okay, can I also. Um... Can I also do a uh, flash of genius on her as well? Oh. Flash of genius? Yes, you can. Natural 20. <laughs> this fucking sneaky little snake. Um, yeah. Um, Lucky, as, as you just throw her, you just basically just yeet her over Jin. Um, the, the water, as you're sort of flying through the air, Shana, you kind of angle your body and let your tail take some of the brunt force of the water and the impact, and you begin skating along and shifting. Uh, you do take five points of bludgeoning damage, um, oh, but you yeah. don't take you don't take any more than that, and you begin slithering away as fast as you can. Um, Jin, just hot on your tail, <laughs> coming up, literally hot on your tail, coming after you, trying to get that out back. Um, okay, are you gonna like? Boof, through the town chasing them. <laughs> people, people like dive for the sides of gangways as like fucking huge feet go onto the gangways. Um, before too long, all of you guys get back to the ship. Um, Shana sort of slithers up the side of the ship. Are you doing like a little victory dance on the deck of the ship with the hat? Is that the plan here? She's, she's just like waving the hat and then as soon as Swabby comes on, she slowly goes down and hands it back to him. Yeah, nice. Um, Jin, yeah, you're, you're down, right up. You know, yeah. <laughs> your arms be a bit of fun, but my head be aching like the uh, swaying of the ocean in the storm. All right, I'm now going to read out number seven. Oh, oh nine. Nine. You wake up. Nine. <laughs> yeah. You wake nine. up in bed with an NPC you previously made friends with. <laughs> my question is. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out how to best play this. My first thought was Leosin, 
And then I had a better idea. <laughs> Leosin? No, no, who? As, as, Mira, as you awaken the next morning, light streaming through your room, um, you realize that your, your bed, which is, is, is quite large, has someone else in it. And as you roll over, <laughs> you see red scales. And as you sort of like sit up a little bit and look, you see the very familiar face of a red dragonborn. No way. No way? As oh, he as God. he sort of opens his eyes clearly, he goes, No way. Mira. Oh, Mira. Mira. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no way. Oh no, he's blue. Sorry, he's blue. He's not red. He's blue. Oh, Landorus was a blue dragonborn. Oh, sorry. Sorry. No, no. Sorry. He's blue dragonborn. I was having a moment. I was like, is it red? No, no. He's blue. Sorry. As you, as you, uh, you look at, you see a blue dragonborn. <laughs> um, he's not in your bed. He's like draped over the side, having been unconscious. Um, he's fully clothed, fully armored, with his sword still strapped to his back, as if he's just passed out in your room. Um, okay. And as he's sort of like, what was that? Sorry. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, and you're fully clothed as well. Like, you've got all your robes. It looks like you guys stumbled back to the ship and passed out. You don't remember. And, like, like I imagine, like, as you've come back drunk, Mira's like, shh, can't wake anyone. And he's like, I won't <laughs> wake no anyone. Just, like, shh, just get in my room. Shut up. You can lie on the floor. All right. And then he just collapses on your bed. Um, <laughs> I'm taking it as the innocent uh, interpretation of you wake up in bed. So, <laughs> who is this person, Sting? Um, Langdadrosa. Oh, is he blue? He's blue. No, no, he's blue. That's why I was like, ah. He's blue. He looks up, he's blinking, he's like, Mira, what am I doing here? I just like, real? <laughs> yes, and you touch him, he's like, he sort of poke his hard scales, he's like, ow. Uh, As you miss and poke him in the eye. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, where? I don't. Remember where you came from. <laughs> I, I no, check, came let me check here. something. Let me check something. Let me check. I'll check it. I'll just check. She gets out a notebook and see if she's written anything down. Um, you've drawn a series of pictograms and stick figures. Um, <laughs> can you roll me a? Uh, can you roll me a history <laughs> check to try and interpret what you've written? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait. Just like wait. Wait a minute. Fifteen. Um. um yeah, so definitely oh, the, the, the stick figure, um, you've like kind of like put a bit of blue crayon over and probably Langdadrosa. There's a stick figure of you which is like red and white down each side. Again, you're like, white well, is probably close enough to silver. That could be me. Um, you see yourself watching another skyship come in and land in the bay. Uh, you were a bit drunk. You went over to it thinking it was your skyship. You wandered on looking for Leosin, like to, <laughs> to like invite Leosin out and the rest of the crew. Um, and as you stumbled down the lower decks, you stumbled into Langdadrosa. Uh, Langdadrosa <laughs> was also quite shit-faced at this point. Um, and, like, as you guys, hey! Hey! and as you guys stumble back, hey! <laughs> as you guys stumble back out onto the town and continue drinking, um, Langdadrosa was like, "I'm going back to my boat." And he got a bit confused and wandered onto your boat. And so you're trying to like slow him down and stop him from waking everybody up. Um, and as you, as he's like walking down the gangway below deck, 
you know there's no rooms free. You, with the doors closed, you think everyone else has come back and is asleep. So you like push him into your room, trying to get him to stay quiet, and he collapses and falls unconscious on your bed. At which point, or like half on the bed, half on the floor. At which point, you also decide, like, yeah, all right, I'm not yeah. getting anywhere tonight. <laughs> so Owen, yes, as they're speaking in her room, you guys are just Mike... arriving back as yeah. the, the boof, 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 footsteps of Lockie. Uh, Miri, you hear the footsteps as the boat begins rocking from the wake. I'm going to probably go downstairs as well to like go to my room. So on the stairs, she's going to oh, hear the before, before that happens. Before that happens, Langdedrosa kind of like looks around, realizing he's in Mira's room, and like opens the door and like steps out and goes, "Sorry, I, I don't, I don't remember getting in here, Mira." Uh, it's fine. It's 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 nothing. Nothing that happened. You guys definitely have sexual tension. Got confused. Got confused. <laughs> There's definitely um, something there. He's like wiping his eyes and he's like, What, what are you doing here? I what thought are you, you were doing here? in the jungle. Looking for you. What? Why? The guild sent me. A Tempest guild. The guild? Wait, 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 wait. You need breakfast. Mira will go and make an enormous breakfast. As, as you begin walking out, Mira, this is the point where Jin begins walking down the stairs. As Swabby. Yeah. <clears throat> I sort of come down to see Mira making Langdrosa. I don't know how to say. It. I don't know how to say it properly. Langdrosa. Um, Lang the the dro- Lang de Drosa. <laughs> Lang de Drosa. So I, like, I, I stumble over it. Anywho, um, I come down. That's perfect, Langers. Langers. I come down. Um, I sort of take in the side of this like other dragonborn hanging out while Mira's making him breakfast. Yeah. And I sort of shoot like a knowing look at Mira. Go. Well, <laughs> you already got up to a bit of fun, did you? And I give her a wink. Uh, Langdredresser looks over at Jin and goes, The small hairy one's gotten a little larger since I last saw him. The small hairy one. That's not Wiltix, oh. is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, this, this, um, actually, what are you, who are you at the moment? Yar, you'll be Swabby Cedar at your service, and ah. I like I do a flourish with my hat, and I Langdedrosa. look at Mira again. I look at Mira again with like a knowing look, like, "Oh, Mira, did you get up to? Did I, what have I stumbled into? Whoops, I didn't mean to." Mira, like, Mira just has disturb. this like broad, innocent smile on her face. She's like, "Bacon, bacon, yeah." Yar, I leave you, lovebirds, alone. Now go back up top deck. Uh, Leosin <laughs> comes down the stairs at this point, rubbing his eyes, and goes, "Oh, wait, like." Langdedrosa? What the fuck? Azua sent me. Your worthless brother. Worthless. Right, okay. Uh, why? What are, you, what are you doing here? I think it's best if we talk in private. It's about the items of value you require. You acquired back in small town. I don't want to say too much in front of this salty sailor. I head back oh. up top deck. Clunk, clunk, clunk with his wooden Because I feel like I feel like <laughs> I, 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 cause I just yeah. immediately took Mira like cooking meal for like a lover, <laughs> and I'm just like, like Mira's like, cooking way too much food for just Lang to dress. It's I know she's like she's putting like a whole half pig on the, <laughs> the fry pan. <laughs> I just immediately think that like oh yeah you know this is like mm-hmm. this happens all the time at the Bard's College like parties. Oh like, yeah, <laughs> yeah right. This is just like I just give her a knowing like look and a smile and a wink and I go I just sort of like want to leave them alone. 
I can, I can, I just noticed in the chat someone's gone Bard's College and then next to it Arts Degree. <laughs> oh, Looney. So, so good. <laughs> it's not half. Do you know what? Yes, that is now canon. <laughs> um, yeah. As, uh, as Swabby heads back upstairs, Langdadrosa gives a meaningful look towards Mira and uh, Leo goes, It's about the dragon eggs. That's why we're here. Is it anyone else around? No, everyone's. Where are the other ones? We're all on top deck. All on deck. Yeah, okay. What's wrong? Are they alright? How do you even know about them? Well, after our encounter in Green Nest, I did a bit of travelling. I was taken in by a uh, dragon. Large silver dragon. You might be familiar with, Mira. There aren't too many around? No. No. She brought me back to Palin, and I spent some time there speaking with her and filling in the gaps in my knowledge and erasing some of the lies I'd been told about us and about our kind. After that, I thought it best that I take you up on your offer. So I headed to Oxenfurt with your card in hand. Didn't take me too long to find the Tempest Guild in the Night Hall. And at that point... Uh, Oh, there was also a, a man selling beans outside the front of your guild hall. Oh, did you did you buy any? I did, yes, I had a bean. But... Do you suddenly have skills in embroidery now? Or... No, uh, mine's a bit stranger than that. I can change my eye colour at will. Oh. That's not a bad thing. Embroidery would have been more useful, strangely that... enough. Depends if you have a fake eye or not. And she'll just like indicate. She still doesn't know about the change in colour, by the as way. She, as as Langdon responds, she goes, Wait, what happened to your eye, Mira? It's a long story. Did one of these fuckers do it? He looks around like, Did one of these fuckers poke out your eye, Mira? No, 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 that's. No, it's just adventuring, you know? Right. Well, I met with Azua again. He's managing the Guildhall quite well, but um, a bit vague. Not so great with the fine detail planning. <laughs> Very flaky. Organising uh, meetings. Oh, I wouldn't call him. He's just, you know, he's earnest. Leosin says, says um, <laughs> goes, my brother's always been better at big picture stuff, you know, looking at it as a whole. Fine detail, that's where I come in. Quiet. Well, I met with your Thurbolg friend. He had some questions about the proper hatching of dragon eggs. Together, we've been looking after them quite well. But I found out something interesting about these ones. They've been magically bound. They will not hatch until they meet uh, a being or creature that is compatible with them, at which point they will be able to hatch. I brought one of them with me, hoping that perhaps we could try and hatch it. Do you mean like it's a bonded person or another dragon or? I'm not sure. This is some magic I've not seen before. And if I had known that the cult were doing this, I would have abandoned them long ago and brought the eggs with me. This is perversion of the natural hatchering cycle. It's I am not right. absolutely livid. I had hoped that we might be able to attract some of the dragons to our side if we told them about what that was happening to their eggs. Indeed. 
My fear is that they've been bound to the masks. That without the masks, they cannot hatch. That's my fear. Or at least a bearer of the masks. Well, we have one of those. Or an ex one, potentially. One of the bearers of the masks. Who did Uh, you manage to capture? He used to be. um, Varum. Varum, he spits. That greasy little pig fucker. That dwarf. Smashed three eggs. Mm. They were unworthy. Mm. At the time, I was not as free of thinking I'd been with the cult for far too long. But they were metallic eggs, and he had them destroyed. That's terrible. A travesty. But how did you get involved with them, Landedros? Ah, that's. Ah. Can't follow the crowd. The mirror will like bustle around again. Right. Well, I hitched a ride on a merchant vessel, and he points towards his uh, waist where you see a bag of holding. I have one of the eggs here with me. Right. So, what do you think? It's bonded to one of us, or? I have no idea. I, I spoke with thing. your your Ferbolg friends. He suggested that we bring them out into the world. He's taken the two others, and I've brought this one. Well, we are about to head somewhere with lots of dragons, potentially. Right. May I see it? I just want to see it's okay. Of course. Uh, He reaches into his uh, bag of holding and pulls out a blue dragon egg. Yep, just wants to just have a look at it, make sure it's okay. Yeah, it, it, the scales are much shinier than you remember. Um, it is mm. much more polished. You can see that it has actually grown a little bit in size, and the um, scaly markings all along the eggshell have become even more defined, which you know means it's it's close to hatching. You can see oh. that it's on the verge of hatching, but it hasn't. Yes. It's been like this for three weeks. Three weeks? Mm. Oh, funny. Professor Griswold, the gnome, was the one who was able to cast the spell to identify the magic was place on these things he was the one who created this bag of holding <laughs> what are you guys laughing about nothing she going no what nothing. are you laughing about I need to know this <laughs> just look at the chat log oh wow what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> alright pause that we're going to come back to your thing don't worry Jin, Jin and no, Shannon no, we'll definitely going. come back to that no, no, we're coming back to yours yeah um, yeah. <laughs> I've also brought some friends with me. Oh. New recruits to the guild. They've been Ooh. with us for a number of weeks. I've left them back on board the ship. Their job was to head further ahead and do a bit of scouting, hoping that they've already left this morning to go and scout out the uh, area of the ice. Oh, that's... Thank you, Joyce. That's wonderful. In this whole time, I've only recruited, like, these... I didn't recruit these people. Oh. Who did? I've got no idea. Oh. I don't pay attention to that stuff, Mira. You know that. Right. Listen, Link to Joseph, thank you for helping us. That's quite a change of heart. It's nothing. Now, unfortunately, I need to head back. Once I have made sure that you've rendezvoused with these two new recruits take them with you 
you and I will be heading back to Oxenford briefly. Okay. Is Sarah in trouble? No, but you need to meet with our mutual friend, Silver Dragon. She needs to speak with you urgently. She is unable to travel at the moment. But don't worry. Political. But you'll be able to get back here quicker. Griswold gave me something else. Uh, You'll need to give this to one of your companions who's staying behind. He reaches into his bag and pulls out this large scroll from this very intricate vellum. And as he unfurls it, you can see that it is a massive, massive circle of runes. Teleportation circle. One time use. Travel two only. You'll be able to get back here. I have another Um, one to get us to Oxenfurt faster. This does sound dire. Uh, Yes, this has cost the guild quite a bit of money to get these set up. This is all Griswold's been focusing on for the last little bit. Well, that and my bag of holding. Very nice. Come, yes. introduce me to your new companions. I'd like to know who I'm sharing a a guild with now that I am officially a member of the Tempest Guild. And he pulls aside a section of his armour and reveals the uh, insignia of the lightning bolt through the cloud. Mm. Yes. Uniforms. Aye, something that Sazua's been working on. It was a high priority for him. Right. <laughs> he does have his priorities. Anyway, um, that's that's wonderful, Lady Dressa. And even though we kind of we met awkwardly, I guess it was fun last night. Do you remember much of last night? No. No, me either. I'm assuming okay. it was fun though. <laughs> leave it at that um yes let's let's see i'm not sure what they're doing um no but i can hear the sound of laughter coming from up those stairs as much as it's fine. uh you guys been walking up the stairs uh quick jump back in time um jin <laughs> jin so, yeah. so. <laughs> oh good lord okay <clears throat> so let's quickly check this so shana wants to play for the hat you're gonna play dice for so the hat so you I guys start playing for playing the hat. dice yeah i often gold she said hat we both rolled 22 yeah. okay rolled 20, she rolled a 22 yeah so we're playing for the hat yeah okay um, so i have a dice game in mind owen actually if you don't mind okay. me suggesting it you get a de- to a demon's dice called it's called another dead man. It's it's called another not another D podcast. Yeah. And we oh, roll four d six, and whoever has the high. So basically, you roll four d six, and you see the result you get, and then yep. you can either keep it, and then the person who gets lower has to roll again. That's, so they have that's to take a dead dice man's away. dice. We've we've done that oh, before then. on this stream. Yeah. Oh, is it? I yeah, it was, yeah, it's dead yeah, man's okay, dice. Fine, let's do that. All right. I think, I, think I think Lucky will shrink himself and join in. Otherwise, well. Blackjack's also a really easy one for... Uh, yeah, Lucky can get into Blackjack's it too. Blackjack's easy too. Yep, let's do this. Did you want to do Blackjack or Dead Man's Dice? Dead Man's Dice sounds fun. Done. Alright, so... What are um, you I, 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 will, I, will I want Swabby thing. to explain the rules as Swabby. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just quickly as well. Yes. <laughs> Shana doesn't know this. Lucky might... I've changed... Remember how Lucky gave me loaded dice? You've got loaded dice, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember. I remember. Uh, Lucky does remember. I have made Lucky them look a little different so Lucky doesn't immediately realise what they are. Um, but I'm going to play with my loaded dice. Would I be okay. able to... You can definitely Lucky, have a look. I'd like you to roll me an insight check. 
<laughs> or a perception. Insight or perception. Your choice. See if you recognize your dice. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll roll perception. At that point, a whoosh of wings from above as Emric swoops in on the back of a green dragon. <laughs> oh, shit. No. And I will add a flash of genius. That's 14. 14. I'm going to cutting words there. <laughs> really? <laughs> yep. Really? <laughs> yeah. Go on. Go on. Cutting words. Go on. Four. So it's 10. It's 10. Lockie, I'm really sorry. I said the DC is 12. You don't recognize these dice. Like, you're like, oh, it's very good that Jin's not using those loaded dice I made for him. <laughs> Thank God. So, what an asshole. I, I can't I, believe I you're cutting words, you. What a dick. <laughs> I sort of guess I'll go, um, yeah. yo, how about we play some dice? Lockie, um, Lockie's like, mm, I'm not playing dice with you. And then he pulls out dice. Like, oh, those <laughs> dice seem okay. <laughs> yes, let's you check those dice. As Jin's so, like, don't look at these dice. They're not the same as the ones I gave you. That is fine. <laughs> I imagine yeah, Jin's cutting word is like, you can't see me, dice. And you're like, well, that I checks sort of, out. <laughs> I, sort of scratch, I scratch behind my ear as I go, as I sort of hits these looks at my dice and he like yep. decides they're not his. Um, yep. And I go, well, yo, let's play, um, let's play some dead man's dice. And the rules be roll 46. And then if you don't like your total, you have to roll again, but you have to take away a dice. It gets harder to beat the others, but you might get lucky with an 18 and beat the top score. What shall we play for? I suggest 10 gold. Fuck you know. And that's when Shana would probably go, The hat! I want the hat! <laughs> Yo, you want me hat? That. Right, that checks out. <laughs> no, let's play for some dice. That's some gold. I, and I guess you. Oh, come on. Come on. I want to put snakes under it. <laughs> I'm sort of sitting there. I'm sort of sitting there like, You're... all right, you can play for me hat. But how about we fall, throw five gold in for a pot? All right. Sure. I, I can. I'll do that. <laughs> Perfect. Yar, let's go. All right. Is everyone okay, ready to play? 46, so, eh? 46, eh? 46. So do, we, do we show each other what they are? Yes, you can always see them. Yes. So, are you ready? Cora's <laughs> Cora's joining the stream. Hey, Papa. Oh. Are you attacked by a puppy dog? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, let's roll. Let's roll. All right. Three, two, one. Oh, lucky. So I roll like four oh, sixes. Yeah. I'm definitely going to roll again, so I'll roll three d six. Uh, you, you, do you actually roll four sixes, Jin, with your loaded dice? So how's the loaded dice work? Actually, I should ask Lockie. Is it always going to be a six, or is it going to be like a five and a six? Um, yeah, no, it, it'll be a five or six, because if you make loaded dice that are all the roll the highest pips every time, you're going to get beat up. Yeah, exactly. So Okay, so yeah, actually, there's, be... there's actually there's actually loaded dice rule set for D&D 5e. Um, is it? Yeah, well, when using loaded dice, a creature proficient with the dice, but don't worry about that, uh, can freely choose to roll one of the three combinations. Five and five, four and six, or five and six. Um, but you have to roll a D100 uh, to see if you're successful in getting the five or the six. So there's oh, four, the four, five, or six. So there is a 20% chance of the four, a 40% chance of the five, and a 40% chance of the six. Okay. So, so do you want to roll me four D100s? 
to see which okay. numbers you get. That's fine. Uh, so, 72 is a 6, 19 is a 4, so I'll write these out so that we've got them in the chat so that you can yep. see them. So 6 plus 4 plus 6 plus 5. Uh, for a total of 21, I believe. Yep. There you go. Perfect. Yara, keep that score, I methinks. Oh, lucky that be rough. <laughs> What a piece I tried of shit. again, I got a bit better. What can you do? So technically, I think Shana would have to roll again because she can't beat a 21. Yeah. So it's... So, oh, you, so can't it's really, you can't even, you can't no. even beat a 21. No, you you can't, can't beat a 21. You can't beat a 21. Oh, yuck. Oh, lady luck not to be shiny. <laughs> <laughs> um, I keep me hat and I take the pot. Uh, as as this happens... Lame Dedrosa, Leosin, and Mira step on deck and see Jin like sweeping the gold into his hat, jamming it on his head. Um, I'm going to add I'm still trying to sneak a snake under there, like a friendly snake. Uh, what you, uh, hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Where's this friendly snake coming snake. from? Hang uh, on, one second. Sorry. Are you going <laughs> to summon. Are you going to conjure <laughs> woodland creatures to get a snake under his head? I don't head? know. That was come back. Sorry, I just need an old tab back to my. I think Did she's actually it? murdered my mouse. Oh, oh that's no. hilarious. <laughs> there we are. Okay, sorry. Don't mind me. Sorry, what she can do is she has an at will uh, to summon snakes, essentially. What um. Oh, because you're, you're on T. Yeah. Animal friendship um, at will. All right, hang on. Let's let's just. I just um, want to double check the rules around this so that we're not going to get in trouble. Wait, does that mean there needs to be a, a snake there to animal? That's what I wanted to double check. What does it say? Or you actually materialize it? That's no, because I I imagine that she's like calling them to her snakes in the environment, not just summoning it into. Like they could be like a little sea snake. A sea snake. A sea snake. <laughs> yes, I will say. Yes. <laughs> Get it to roll a percentile dice to see if because it's, it's animal friendship. You're not conjuring an animal. It's animal friendship. So you'd have to find a snake. Oh, so actually, no, that's not how that works. Dice. All right, go on then. Roll a percentile. Dice. Let's see if there's one around. Roll a percentile dice. Uh, I'm giving it a 15% chance a sea snake is just there, oh. right next to you. Is that it? Is that good? Or bad? Um, 15%. That. 85 and above is 15%. Nice, there's one around. Um, as Shana leans over the deck of the ship, by some crazy coincidence, a sea snake comes up and is like nibbling a bit of like chum that's come over the deck. Like maybe a bit of cooking fat from Mira's bacon that she's been preparing has like been chucked over the deck and a little sea snake's come up and is nibbling it. Uh, and you cast animal friendship on it and then like lean your tail down and it wriggles up your tail and then you fling it at Jin. Fling it? <laughs> A gin, a snake flies and like lands in your lap. Sea snake. Um, I just sit there staring at it, just not moving a muscle. It leans oh, up and I'm licks your nose. Shock. It leans up and licks your nose. It licks my nose. I'm, I'm. You know what? Let's see. Let's roll the. Um, what would I roll? Like a constitution, a wisdom saving throw. Yeah, to go see on. if wisdom I freak out. Through. Uh, let's it was more ten... I wanted to try and sneak it under so, his hat. Like, so nine. Pigeon. Oh wait, so is it getting flung at me or is it getting snuck in? I, 
all right, we can, we can go with either. I just, in my yeah, mind, I'm, I'm like, small. how are you doing this? Like, you're like slithering over the side. Like, the timeline of you to get this snake into his hat is so small. <laughs> to, like, locate the snake, cast animal friendship, and summon it. So you just, by the time oh, you turn around to sneak it, he's got the hat on, and you just end up, like, putting it in his lap. <laughs> um, okay. Go on, make a whiz save. Let's okay, get this over done with. Anything, so nine and below, um, I'll freak out. Uh, yeah. Ten and above, I, I, I'm just in shock. Four, I freak out. <laughs> so basically, I just sort of sit there, it licks my nose... And I just like, I just jump up. Some you of the coins snake overboard. spill out of my hat. I just pick it up by its tail and fling it overboard. <laughs> you just watch as Jin just like eats this snake back into the water. <laughs> what do you be up to, you, you sneaky bugger? And I pick up the coins again. Langdrosa like stands up having ducked. Oh my god! No, it doesn't. It doesn't yeah. Okay, I was gonna say I accidentally fling it at Langdrosa. No, you fling it over his head and he, he ducks and he stands up. Perfect. Normally it's politeness not to just throw snakes at people on deck of a ship. <laughs> I point at uh, Sean. Bit of a ragtag group you've got here, Mira. Not be the makings of me. <laughs> and I point Mira. at Shana. Bit of a ragtag group you've got here, isn't it? Uh, look, uh, well, <laughs> uh, he's a consultant, first of all. How much are you paying him? Because whatever it is, I'm telling you now, it's too much. Okay. <laughs> uh, everyone's just of... playing the dresser. Um... I walk forward and I do another flourish of my hat, as I already have. Um, and I go, I'd be part of an uh, associate here be of the uh, Tempest Guild. You What's have your come, name, sailor? Swabby Seabird, at your service. Langdodrosa, the blue. Shakes your hand. Well, he offers his hand. And you, serpent lady, not seen your kind before. Hello, I'm Shana. There are many of us in the jungle. So, it's nothing new. Right. I'm nice to meet you. So. Likewise. He shakes your How hand. do you know uh, our friend Mira? Um, well, funny story. I was working back for the, the boat. You must make good time. Yeah, we I came back. Of, a I sort of, I will nudge Shana and go, "Yeah, be, uh, be making him breakfast <laughs> after a night well, uh, well." <laughs> I just sort of laugh. <laughs> night well spent. Sort of, I'm just, I'm just looking at uh, <laughs> Mira with like a knowing look. Well, <laughs> I know it didn't happen that way, but I've taken it that way. Yeah, Sean is taking it that way too. <laughs> Bit of a funny story. I was working for the Cult of Dragons at the time, and I was guarding a hatchery. Raided a small town that they defended, and I know Mira from a bit before that, but long story short, she convinced me that working for the Cult was not in my interests nor the interests of my people. Huh. She's taking the wind out. And of this is how you bit. ended up in her bedroom this no. morning? <laughs> I got really drunk and couldn't find somewhere to sleep, so she tried to hide me so that I wouldn't wake everybody up. I knocked myself out on the corner of the bed and fell asleep on the floor. Ah, uh, sure, sure. And Yana just does a very <laughs> obvious way. She's just like, no, no, I've been around the block a few times. You don't have to hide things with me. It's, I know how you... Fellow reptiles, <laughs> She would know too because she'd be mighty old. 
Do you know every I'm trick in the sure. book? I'm not sure I understand. What are you insinuating? I don't know how old she be, but I think 500 plus years, she would definitely know. What you're insinuating is really weird. Mira is like a sister to me. That's a bit fucked. What is wrong with you people? Mira's kind of blushed pink and silver. Yeah, you'd, be so, you'd be so red right now. These people, these people really worry me. Is this, is, Why, is this really an enough breakfast to feed literally half a battalion. Is this is this really an improvement on the others? Even uh, that fucked up knight in the green armor who shouted a lot. <laughs> he seems he seemed more capable than this old fart. Points at Swabby. <laughs> <laughs> I take it in the stride. Though. At least he had an Albert. <laughs> now I wonder whatever happened to Emmerich. I wonder if he's still alive. Ah, uh, you didn't hear? No. He's in jail. Oh, really? Yeah, he was imprisoned for trying to cut the head off one of the other guild members. Not our guild, one of the other guilds, the League of Adventurers. Oh. They told him he'd never fly on the back of a dragon. He was at one of the mess halls drinking. Oh. What does that mean? What is the dragon egg he has then? That's out of game. Oh, yeah, he took a dragon egg, yeah. Yeah, he did. Uh, well, He's under house arrest. Qualified though, and uh, so Mira will indicate to Loki. <laughs> Hello, yes. there. Hello there. See, war forged. No, giant forged. I'm sorry. What? Well, my uh, the nomenclature for my my kind seemed misplaced. Um, I was not created for war. Apparently, I was, I was created long ago by giants. Hmm. Oh, I generally oh, don't oh, trust oh, constructs. Well, that's your loss, I'm afraid. I'm not actually a construct. I am my own being. I have my own soul. And if you'd like me to prove it to you, I can kick your ass up and down this ship. Ooh. Oh. Langdedracer gets a smile. I like this one. I like this one a lot. Lockie, is it? Pleasure to meet you. It's a handout. Good to see someone with actual backbone. And I'm assuming you know yours is carbon plated and cast in metal. Excellent. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take. He's he's throwing a bit of shade to me. I'm going to jump up on like the sort of because yeah, you look like ship. an old, an old sailor. <laughs> I'm going like, to like he jump. respects strength, and you're like. <laughs> I'm going to jump on the side of the ship, like sort of like this sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go. Yo, don't uh, count Sobby Seabeard out just yet. And I will summon from my hand my umbral blade and sort of like thrust it near his throat. Oh shit, okay. Um yeah, as as you as your as you pull your shadow up and summon it as the blade, um a second later Langdadros's greatsword is blocking the sword right in front of the blade as he spins around and holds it and goes Interesting. Perhaps I discounted you too soon, Seaman. I, I will sort of let it as it's like Are you really him. laughing at that Michael sorry <laughs> <laughs> I just saw Michael's eyes go white he was like don't laugh <laughs> <laughs> I'll change um, it you really? what I'm going to do is though <laughs> as I'm sort of like holding it against him and he's blocking it I'm going to let the uh, the sword come back into my hand and just vanish and then um, I, do, I do a flourish and, and look Let's go with an acrobatics check because yeah, I go was on the fourteen. Fourteen, yeah. Um, it's not super crash hot, so I'm, it will be graceful. But I'll just come down gracefully. I'm not going. That's not enough for me to do a backflip. 
<laughs> right. Fair enough. It seems you do have some worth in combat, Mariner. Is that better, Michael? Yes. <laughs> no, um, Seaman is better. He's a showman. Um, he looks the sort of way. He's a, a showman. Right. Well, I guess I better show my true form. Um, Wait, and I what? sort of look around, make sure there's no one looking. It's just you guys in the deck of the ship at this point. Yeah. Like, just make Uleos sure there's no other, like, people in, like, passing by and stuff. Um, oh, and you I could sort just of drop behind the cabin if you wanted to really quickly. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll, I'll quickly, like, just wait a quick sec. And then I, like, walk out. And then I walk back in as a Lyrian. Ah, well, that could be useful. this is better. Now I see your uh, value. I feel a bit more comfortable. Very good. One day Some I sort of shape steal changer. that hat. <laughs> Some sort of shape changer there. Interesting. Very useful. Is that magic or physical? Oh. Um, Physical. But I'm not sure on the exact sort of parameters of it, I guess. That'll come in handy infiltrating the cult's ranks. Excellent. Already has. Yes, I imagine. Although you should know, all of you, that your descriptions are now being widely circulated. Cult know who you are, and they're preparing for you. Next try and intercept. You've been able to go under the radar for quite some time, but your recent escapades, Tomb of Diderus. I'm going to ask you a quick thing. I have one quick question for you. Do you know the origin what happened to Born Grey? Born Grey? He was the leader of one of the... The castles. Castles, I think, yes. Did anyone ever find out what happened to him? Well, truly... I I left the cult long before you interacted with Born Grey. I've got no idea. Apologies. Uh, I do need to ask one of the harpers if you know spy stuff. Well, <laughs> I am one. I am part of that organization. Well, then, you should know the answer to your question. I have to reconvene. Fair enough. With my colleagues. Well, what's your plan? I assume you're going for the horn, the dracon. That is the plan. I figured yes. that'd be your next step. Hence why I came to Drifthaven. Everything drifts through eventually. Mm-hmm. I will sort of bring everyone in again. Um, just one quick thing I wanted to add for everyone here present. Um, I've I've noticed that you guys throw around the name Jin quite freely. What's the word? <laughs> freely. As a Illyrian, try your best to use Illyrian, please. Um, I don't want to give up my current visage and persona. I'm I'm happy for the purposes of RP, just because. It can be hard it's, to remember when you've got it can like be really different hard. names. Um, That's fair. If, if anyone ever, I, I, from now on, I will assume you guys get his cover names correct. And also for it people listening, sense too, if, if you're using different names be... between sessions, I'm happy yeah. to call you Jin, and I'll remember that they're using your correct cover name. We won't have any of that situation of like, ah, Mira was it? That's an interesting <laughs> name. Because <laughs> like, I guess like use your cover names. Oh well, the Mira thing makes sense because. That could, I could see how that could be bungled. But, like, yeah, the Illyrian thing, it, it, it can be pretty hard for everyone here because they probably just see Jin as Jin, and that's what they've come accustomed to. They don't see the world through But that. I guess... But in the other lens, when they're playing characters, they would actually see Illyrian walking around. So. Yeah, exactly. So we'll, cool. we'll keep it in that mind. Ha- that helps a lot. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep that in mind heading forward to make life easy. Perfect. Right. Well, a few things you need to know if you're heading north for the Drakhorn. 
There are a number of dragons that are going to be there. I know for a fact that a white dragon seen flying away from a flying castle, one that you had something to do with, headed north not too long after. More than that, it's a blue dragon there too. A large one. I would be prepared for danger. Well, we don't know much about the Dracolich horn. The horn that's summoning the Dracon. The Dracon. I don't know why I call it Dracolich. That's what the Um, cult originally tried to do, was make Dracoliches. Not a strange problem to get mixed up in your mind. Well, whatever they're doing with them, I wonder if if we disrupt the Drachorn, whether that will make these dragons more amenable to reason, or we could convince them. That was my hope. The Drachorn is merely a means of summoning dragons to a location, Mm. alerting them of the return of Tiamat. I'm hoping that by destroying the device, or at least taking a capture, we can prevent a rallying cry sounding throughout the lands. Oh, yes, sorry, Lockie. Sorry, no, no, finish what you were saying. I was going to... No, that's that's basically it. I just... I want to make sure that no more dragons are called to her side when she returns. That's a good good point. We need our own rallying cry. This is not just uh, dragons versus the world. We... You know, we should have our own say. They should have their own say. Hmm. I wonder if it's not able to... Uh, if we would not be able to, with some experimentation, obviously, either dampen the dra- the Drakhorn's call through destructive interference or perhaps co-opt it for our own purposes. I mean, if we can yes. call around the world, it would be a very powerful device to do what you said, you know, to call for yes, our own Yes, if, if we could change the tone or change the frequency, then yes. I imagine we could change it from a, a cry of despair and a cry of hopelessness for all people to a rallying cry to summon people to fight when we need them. Mm. I don't see why not. Personally, just... I would I would be destroying it. It's a powerful artifact. We just need to know more about it. Perhaps when I go back to Oxenfurt... Uh, oh, yes, that was the other thing, everyone. You're going to Oxenfurt? Yes, um, my mentor is in need uh, of some assistance, I think. And she would also be a very powerful ally with this idea in mind. Honestly, it's the only hope that I have left. Yes, the Gnome I don't know Griswold why I didn't think of her sooner. The Gnome Griswold has prepared some teleportation circles. Quite a powerful artifice of that one. Oh, yes. So yes. if we use these teleportation circles, could we go to Oxenfurt and come back to this sky barge and continue on our journey? So I can transport three people there and three people back. Magic's limited. It's not a true teleportation circle. Gosh. I was planning on heading back with Mira, and I asked for one more position in case of any need to travel. Be safe. I mean, I wouldn't mind taking some time to do a little bit of research. I have some new some new information come to light about the, the giants. Perhaps I can give you a hand? I mean, uh, I guess if you, I know that you have effectively... Well, yes, uh, I think it's been 
it's been a bit hard this last few weeks with everything that's been happening and I think we need more information, we need more allies. Yes. I think we both could do that, yes. That's I can a good tell idea, you I now, Warforged, or Giant Forged, Griswold will be very keen to see you. You look fairly unique for a Warforged, Giant Forged. Oh, I thank you. I have an oil regime. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> As long as that enables you to hit things harder, I approve soundly. Oh, yes, and it stops me seizing up, so it's perfect. Good. The only reason a warrior should seize up is because of equipment that is damaged, not fear or poorly maintained equipment. I'm pleased to hear that you maintain yourself well. Whenever I pack, can. Well, if this is the case, we won't be very long, um, but other. A few days at most. And other members of the guild will assist. This is I've already brought the them idea of the guild. They're scouting ahead. They're fairly, uh, fairly new. I was hoping this could be some sort of internship. Oh, oh, Langadrosa! I didn't introduce you. Um, where's Barry? Uh, Barry's oh God. basically below deck um, with Leosin, who's like seen you guys have having a moment and has walked away to give you guys a bit of space. Okay. Ah. Uh, Never mind, maybe, mm, maybe not. <laughs> it is. I will teach you the ways of blood and sword. Yeah, Small I was just human. thinking that. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Shana. I'm, um, I'm very happy to help out with the guild stuff, especially since it, you know, aligns with our original plan, but um, you're leaving new guild recruits with three people that aren't in the guild. <laughs> oh, I'm sending help as well, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, just making sure I'm not teaching them the wrong things. Oh no, Azua said he himself would like to come. Keep an eye on you for a couple of days. He's one of the founding members along with Mira. Fair enough. I sort of say, um, I've been here long enough to... You know, I, I can steer the ship. I've been... I've been around here for a fair while now. Do you have Leosin as well? Precisely. We should be fine. I'm sure. Just watch out for that front left engine. It's still attacking. Uh, I will, yes. Tell Arvel about it and, well, we can get him to check it. Well. Shana just looks slightly worried at that engine. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's okay. Just, just if he's if he's going to actually repair it, just watch over. He gets slightly uh, over enthusiastic sometimes, so he can overcomplicate things. Well, no time like the present. Are you two ready? Like yes, well, we won't be long. We won't be very long. Uh, are you all right to navigate? Where's actually? We've got a ranger. You'll be fine. Specializes in jungles. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One quick question for you, Owen. Did yeah. Yerveth have to do a carousal roll? Yerveth did, and Yerveth is not with you. Cool. Well, I can't I wait to find okay. out what happened to Matt next week. Matt, 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 I, I can't wait for Matt to find out what happened to Yerveth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to um, find out what happened to him. Yerveth's roll was almost as good as Mira's. 
Oh no. Perfect. Oh, no. But I'm not I'm not going to be as chilled with uh, as with Matt as I was <laughs> with Nira. I'm like, yeah, no, nah, let's make this as fucked as possible. <laughs> yes. Oh no. I let's also, have our characters when we're not here. I also <laughs> added a flaw to my my uh, features and traits called um old description. Uh, my flaw is loves to carouse. Nice. You've so acquired a new That is a, a thing now. Yeah, I love it. I, th- I think that's a really good thing to do is update your flaws as you go into the adventure and, and things change. Well, let's and, be honest. Gin yeah. is really let loose and it ties into the gambling really well. It, it does really well. Um, yeah, Langdadressa sort of turns back around as Leos and steps back on the deck and goes, Right, so, Mira, um, Loki, it's going to be very strange not having you on the ship. You'll be fine. This is, I'm sure. I think this is actually... This is going to be important. This is something. This has been a breakup in meeting. I don't know why I didn't think this before, but yes. it seems so far away. It's going to be good to see my brother again too. It's been a bit of time since we last spoke. Yes, I will be good to see Azua. Yes, I'll make sure he sticks around when you return. Well, actually, you know what? You know you'll, what? you'll need I might to bring. I actually also bring a Barry with us. <laughs> ah. Like dresses looks and goes, ah, that might be a bit complicated. The teleportation circle, it depends on whether it interprets Loki as live or not. Oh, good point. I, I sort of put my question. hand I put my hand around um, Barry's shoulder and go, it's okay, Mira, I'll teach him all the fun magic. We can keep up with his studies, we can teach him the fun. <laughs> the oh, no. Shaman is on the <laughs> other shoulder as well, just like both of them. <laughs> oh my God, it's, like, it's okay, we should look after him. Barry's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll learn lots of great stuff from from Auntie Shana and Uncle Jin, Uncle Uncle Illyrian. They'll teach me loads of good things. Don't worry, Mira. I'll I'll do all the homework. You'll come back and I'll know lots of cool magic. <laughs> They're gonna teach me shadow magic, Mira. <laughs> I'm gonna pledge my soul to Varys Nightblood. Yeah, you are. Varys <laughs> Nightshade. Also, the Dreaming Dark. The Dreaming Dark is also an option. Yeah, oh, that's, that's a great name. Yeah. That is, he doesn't say any of that. He goes, I, I, I'll keep up with the homework you sent me, you sent me, Mira. I, I'll, I'll be good. Okay. I, I also um, use one of my uh, magical tinkering things and create a little, um, it's almost like a, uh, what do we call it? a blacksmith's puzzle. Ooh, so like a, like a series of wires that you have to kind of untangle, like it's a Yeah, a series of wires. Yeah. Also things are like twist and lock and change yep. and you've got to like shift and shuffle them around as well. Nice. Now remember, if you're getting confused and you're getting a little bit lost, refocus your mind and work on this. I, I, I could do that. Yeah, I, I could do that. Absolutely. I'll work hard. And there is something hidden for you inside of it. <gasps> See if you can find it. Is it sweets? I fucking love sweets. Leos and Sibylux goes, where did no you learn that word, young man? <laughs> Grisha keeps saying it. She taught me, said I can say it whenever I want. <laughs> she called it a universal adverb. As in you add it to words. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's not wrong. We are on a ship after all. <laughs> she taught me lots of great words. There's another one that starts with C. <laughs> and Leosin puts his hand over his mouth. Yeah, that's quite enough out of you, young man. <laughs> Below deck. You're swabbing the decks tonight, young sir. <laughs> I sort of look at Mira and go, see, Mira, nothing to be worried about at all. <laughs> um, well, Mira. as I said, we won't be long. 
Mira, how are you feeling about leaving Barry with Shana and Jim? <laughs> and Grisha. Podcast listeners. <laughs> Claire no. is shaking her head emphatically. No. She's not happy, I don't think. Sorcerer does not want to leave. Sorcerer's apprentice with warlocks. No. Definitely not. You're going to come back and he's going to have like one black shadowed hand. Yeah. A tattoo of a hand on his face. <laughs> Look what Jim got me. <laughs> I got a tattoo. <laughs> Tattoos are cool. Oh, no. One of his legs is going to be a snake. <laughs> not not a snake tail. One of his legs is a snake's head. <laughs> I don't know what this is, but but Shana said it would help me with my magic. <laughs> I can speak puzzle math now. It's a puzzle. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Um, yeah. Like the side effect of... is there. Oh, yeah. You'll be able to play the loot as well, so that's good. Well... So dresser sort of looks at Barry and goes, "Barry, you appear to be caring for this small human." Uh, yes, uh, he's a trainee for the guild. <laughs> right. It, it sort of Langdudrosa looks down at this small child and then gets on one knee and looks him in the eyes. You're doing what Mira says. Yes, sir. Everything she says. Yes, sir. Good. Stands up again. Nods, pats him on the head. <laughs> and then looks a bit awkward. Uh, look, we'll be we'll be back in a flash. We'll also be gone in the flash, like Oh, yes. Oh, okay. Right. The uh, the two guild members, I told them to... Two trainees, I told them to find you once they had done some scouting ahead. I believe they'll be in touch with you shortly. Do you have a guide to show you through the ice? Yes. Good. Good. Well, then. Mira, Loki, we best be off. Very good. With that, Langdodrosa unrolls the teleportation circle on the deck of the ship and weights it down with some stones from his pocket in the four corners. Stand at the center. Three of you stand there. What was the gnome said? Alakawam. Sham. And then the portal just goes (laughs) like a moonbeam. And you watch as like this giant burst of light shines from the the scroll. The scroll burns to ash in a second, leaving a tattoo of this teleportation circle, this burned scorch mark on the deck of the ship in the shape of the teleportation circle. As the light shoots up, it begins taking on these rainbow colours and disappears into the sky above. A cloud that was unfortunately positioned right above the teleportation circle has a hole burst out of it as the cloud is shattered and sent away. Leosin sort of looks down the ship and goes, Ah, oh, that's not going to buff out easy, is it? <laughs> hey, now the ship has a tattooed dude. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I was meaning to ask about of, that, Jin. I sort of stare off from... Illyrian, sorry. Oh, yes. Huh. That is, I, I sort of like unfeel my shirt and go, oh, this did happen. <laughs> uh, oh. uh, as as you guys look at the tattoo, it's no longer Swabby Seabeard tattoo. Oh. It's now a Lyrian tattoo. That's cool. As it shifts and <laughs> warps cool. with his form. Nice. Uh, that's not quite how I remember it, Jim. There were, no, Lyrian, sorry. There were only, there were only two Chimera, weren't there? When I get, when I get into it, I, I tend to like just do a little, little bit of elaboration. Uh, I might have elaborated another manticore in there, or maybe not. I'm not sure. Last night was a blur. Fair enough then. And with that, the camera pans out away from Jin and Shana, 
the, the rest of the crew as we pan back and shoots up through the same teleportation circle that Mira and Loki took. Mira and Loki, you feel this lurch as the whole world shifts around you and you feel yourselves being pulled upwards and outwards. Gravity seems to shift around you and for a moment you feel weightless before suddenly gravity pulls you back down again. And with a sudden rush, Mira, you find yourself in the familiar night hall, the main arcane tower. Griswold standing there tapping his feet, this small gnomish gentleman. Large moustache and little powder beard as you sort of step out of the light. Ah, Langdon Dresser, excellent. Piers, that worked quite well, didn't it? Oh, sorry, no, that wasn't what uh, Griswold said. Like, uh, Professor Griswold, that's what you're No, I prefer the gnome voice. No, I'm going to stick with the new gnome voice. Yeah. Yes, that worked quite well, didn't it? <laughs> yes. With that, Langdon Dresser just walks out of the room. Well, <laughs> bye-bye. Mira, it's been some time since I last saw you. How are you doing? You look well. Oh, hang on a minute. What's that in your eye? Oh, it's a long story. Oh, look at Lucky. He, like, pulls out a cane uh, with a walking stick, holds it up around your neck, and pulls your head down towards oh. him to have a closer look. Mm. Oh, that's pretty good workmanship, I have to say. A nice craftsmanship. It's been enchanted quite nicely. Well, who did this marvellous piece of work? I would very much like to meet him and shake his hand. Oh, just you just look at Lucky. Look at Lucky. Hello bye, there. bye. Speak of the Warforged. He holds his hand up to shake your hand, Lucky. Oh, uh, for those meeting you. Professor Griswold for the first time, um, yeah, a, a very short gnome of indeterminate age, uh, blonde swept back hair tied in a ponytail. It looks like his hair's grown and he's swept it back and looks looking a bit cooler. Massive blonde moustache with a small beard underneath. Um, massive arcane goggles strapped to his head that have a number of filters that are currently out and, and in different positions. Uh, long coat with bits of wire string metal just stapled to it and his cloak has approximately a million pockets as it swings around to shake your hand. You see, Lockie, there's just pockets lining every square inch of the inside of his cloak. Hmm. Oh, very nicely done, very nicely done. Hey, wait a minute. You're not warforged. You're far older than that. Look at this, you've got cogs and wheels. They actually do things, oh my goodness. And he starts climbing up the side of you, Lockie, and like looking oh, inside. Oh, oh. oh Chris, Chris, what do we say about manners? In in sub, sub Shh, I'm doing science, what? quiet. But, oh. <laughs> okay. it, I mean, it's it's oh, that was interesting. What does this do? He, he like twe- uh, tweaks a little corner and locky your entire chest piece falls off and lands on the floor. Oh my! Oh. Quick release, oh. interesting. Yes, I, I I did need that. I am going to. Could you just put that back, please? Fine. Jumps down, mage hand, moves uh, it back up, you. and attaches it. <laughs> no, that, yes, you no, you you, you move my voice matrix. It's Apologies fine. for that. Uh, uh, Mira, no. uh, I believe uh, an old friend is uh, looking forward to speaking with you downstairs. I'm Loki. Loki, could you stay here with me for a moment? I would very much like to have a bit of a look at your design, if that's okay. Oh, yes, most certainly. I would like to see the uh, the, the goggles which you, which you have made. And I'll tell you design. what, I'll do a deal. You can put these on while I have a bit of a poke inside around of you. How does that sound? <laughs> I'm flattered. Sure. It's your first time having uh, an artificer inside of you, so I'll be gentle. <laughs> he puts his goggles on you <laughs> and tips you over and begins, like, getting out a whole bunch of tools. Now, this won't hurt one bit <laughs> as he begins, like, <laughs> moving around and detaching parts inside of you. Um, you really should bat me dinner first, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mira, as you head downstairs, you see a very familiar form. Beard has grown out a little bit, so now full, not just the chin strap beard, is now proper, sort of, like, a uh, full beard. Uh, is a very familiar face, standing six feet tall, 
dark hair swept back in these very elegant yellow and orange robes is your good friend Azura. Quarter staff on his back. Ah, Mira, how are you doing? (laughs) Been too long. Well, you'll be very impressed with what we've been doing here. Many heroics have been taking place in the Tempest Adventuring Guild. We have got a number of rooms ready. You are going to feel like you're at home once again. Oh, it's wonderful to see you as well. And well done about the uniforms. Ah, and and did you like the airship I purchased? We're absolutely broke, but it's a nice airship, isn't it? Oh, no. Okay. Oh, I shouldn't have left you just in charge. Oh, okay. Yes, you left me in charge of all the money. That was very brave of you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I hope you've been getting lots of treasure. We're going to need it. Okay. Let's get a drink, Azua. Sounds good. Uh, But before we do, I... Yes, no, let's grab a drink first. I'll meet up with the others later. I was going to teleport back, but I'll teleport at some point in the future. Yes, we'll rather just come back. Yes, We need to exactly. catch up. Exactly. Uh, Wiltix, how's he doing? I haven't, I haven't heard from him. Neither have we. My, my. Roguish little limp. Where's he gone? I'm sure he's off doing something diabolical. Did you hear about Emric? I did. Yes, he's still got the egg with him. It's all hush, hush. We need to get that back. Nice. I... You're never getting that back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I believe he's trying to hatch it. He wants a mount. That's apparently not going to happen. Yes, no, Langdorosa told you. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. uh, yes, I need to talk to. Yes, we need to. We need to. We need to get as many friends around us as possible. I think. Yes. Well, I've been recruiting. Have you? Do you yes. need more business cards? I've. You need more business cards. He takes you over to a sideboard and pulls open an entire drawer just filled with business cards. Yes. <laughs> and I've, I've got Professor Griswold working on a very important thing. It's an infinite business card dispenser. It connects to a demi-plane with infinite business cards. <laughs> it cost us about 30,000 gold, but it's worth every penny. 30,000 gold? Yes, it's a dispensive research. Oh my god. I knew you'd be impressed. Lost for words, that's exactly what I thought you'd be. Stunned. Oh, Zilla, I've missed you. As have I. Missed you, not me. I've missed me, I guess. and with that we will wrap up for tonight (laughs) thank you so much for joining us everybody um awesome awesome session so that was the last time you'll see claire and michael this year but they will be back next year Uh, they're contractually obliged they have to return next year Mm -hmm. Um, all the bomb color that i've put around their legs will go off um so we'll be seeing them both of them as well i want to be sure um, so we will be seeing both of you guys. It's the third week of Jan, isn't it? Yes. Fourth week of Jan, I think. Yeah. Once we're back in um, civilization, yep. we'll get, get in touch. Fantastic. Well, yeah, absolutely. We will. I'll. We'll go through what Lockie and Mira learn and discover and do with their little bit of time in Oxenfurt. And for the next little bit, we're going to have Ali, Jared, and Matt, uh, as well as our two guest characters, Jacob and Tom, will be coming along for a couple of adventures as we start heading into the sea of moving ice proper. 
Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Lovely to have you on board. Um, Thank you so much for jumping into chat if you've joined us live or if you're listening to the podcast or on YouTube. Thank you so much. Um, Make sure to give that like button a hit. Comment below your favorite D&D memory. Just any any D&D memory. Just comment one. Anyone at all. Tell us a story about your D&D in the comments. Um, if you want to hit us up on Facebook or on Twitter, you can find us at the Lost Archives on Facebook, Archives Lost Twitter. We are really keen for some fan art. You'll have seen some fan art playing in the uh, bottom corner of the screen all through the night. That's all been done by our lovely player, Ali, who has done some really cool moments of, uh, of the stream and of the, of the uh, show, including one of my personal favorites, the uh, He's Crazy. Yeah, that's a great one. Barris with uh, with Jin. I really enjoyed that. So that's a really cool moment <laughs> to be captured in art. So yeah, if you've got any art that you want to um, send us through, you can tweet it at us at Archives Lost and I'll make sure I credit you properly. I promise. But that's it from me. Thank you so much, everybody. We will see you all again next Tuesday for more Avatar Legends RPG and next Wednesday for more Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition. Stay safe, stay well, and see you all again next time. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 See everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.